Hi everybody, this is 3D, and you're listening to the best of the Metal Injection live cast. Rob, Mo, and Frank are out in the middle of the ocean on a gigantic boat, uh, listening to bands play and interviewing people, and having a great time while we're stuck here in the snow, pissed off at everybody. Um, but, like we always do on our vacation, we're going to play some clips this time, we're not going to play live cast clips, though. We uh, had a bunch of requests from our fans. Um, every, now, every now and then we mention on the show that we used to have a college radio show, uh, Rob and I, and Noah was our producer, and Sid did a few guest appearances. And people are always asking us to, to play a clip. So rather than play it on the show, we decided the next time that we go on vacation, we're going to play some clips from our old show on WBCR. So just to give you a mental picture of what this was like, um, we had probably the crappiest studio with the crappiest uh, equipment in history. Everything was always failing, uh, breaking down, the phones were horrible, and the sound quality on these clips are really terrible. So I'm going to ask you to bear with us, but some of the material is, is really funny. Um, and what we used to do, because the radio station itself, the transmitter was just like a piece of tinfoil on the roof. And uh, you really couldn't hear it unless you were like two blocks away, you know, holding a metal rod in your hand and got struck by lightning. Uh, you couldn't hear this station on the air anywhere. Uh, so they, what they used to do is air it on the community public access channel, but not on like a real channel with video. Um, they used to air it on the like the channel down the dial from the actual channels with video. So all you would see on the screen was like community public service announcements like where to go if you have herpes or, you know, abortion clinics or, you know, women's rights meetings and all this crap. And then you'd hear us talking in the background doing our stupid show. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, without further ado, I'm going to get right into our first clip which is uh one of the characters that's been on the live cast mrs divitelli and she came in to the studio as a cigarette smoking rights activist this was right after new york banned cigarettes smoking cigarettes in public places like bars and restaurants and stuff so she was really pissed off about it here it is Mr. Vitelli, thank you for coming in here. Screw you! Uh, you think you're so mean. I am pissed off! Do you know why I'm pissed off? Because I need cigarettes! You need ci Alright, well, you can and go... He's a mayor that we have right now wants to make, mayors, make, make cigarettes $14 a pack! $14? No, he doesn't. Well, he tried! <laughs> and you can't smoke in a friggin' bar! Why are you going to bars, Mr. You can't smoke in a bar! What the hell kind of shit is that? Why are you going to bars? You're Why should I go to a bar? You're like 300 years old. What the fuck? You can't smoke. What's it for? You can't drink it. You can't smoke. In the old days, in the old days, you'd walk into a bar and there was the smoke so thick you couldn't see your fucking hand in front of your face. Miss D, calm down. You're turning uh, red. I have so much phlegm backed up inside of me. Why don't you spit it out? <laughs> oh, that's better. Listen, a bar 
is an American institution. Yes. You, you, you belong in an institution, Miss Dean. Coke, you blow, whatever. <laughs> what? No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> and you know, you can't really, but that's what they tell you. You know, no one says it, but you do it. Right. It's like, like smoking. <laughs> now you gotta walk out of, out of this fucking bar to have a cigarette? What kind of crap is that? What's you? the next thing? You can't walk on the sidewalk and smoke a butt? Smoke a butt? You gotta walk around there into a designated smoking curb or something. Screw that! <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yes. I should be able to walk into the friggin' mayor's office and smoke a cigarette and put it out on his spindly little forehead. Yeah, I agree with you. You that should. Sucker! Oh, you shouldn't curse the mayor. Smack his Bloomberg ass around! I'll bloom some bruises on his face! Oh, watch your language, Miss D. The Yiddish Look at us, Peter. That's oh, I'm so upset. At a loss for words. Ugh. Oh. Are you a smoker? I have been a smoker for 53 years. And let me tell you something. I started smoking when I was four. <laughs> so you're only 58? Nine, I never did seven. anything to me. What's wrong with me? Nothing! So Listen to my voice! I am a great <laughs> voice! Miss D, you just revealed just your age. Shut up! You revealed it. I lied! <laughs> I recommend to everyone listening, everyone under the age of 18 should smoke! No, no, no they yes. shouldn't. No, that's bad. We should, we should, no, Nick, Nick, don't condone that. In fact, I'm the younger you are, the better it is to smoke. To start smoking. No, so you disagree with these truth commercials? No, this truth schmooth. It's ridiculous what they do. It's what? not fair. What? Why? What? What's that? If I want to smoke a cigarette, or if little seven-year-old Billy wants to smoke a cigarette, <laughs> what's wrong with that? So you can get cancer. I used to have a cigarette in my son's nipple on his bottle. He would inhale through <laughs> <laughs> the bottle. Through the bottle. <laughs> Baby bomb. Oh, oh, she's she's teary-eyed now thinking about it. Miss D. It's my iron lung. Uh, yeah. It's your iron lung. I'm making a song for you next week. Okay. Bring me an iron lung. Oh. Wheel it in. Shlomo, wheel in my iron lung. Shlomo, when my son was born, he was about 13 or 14 months premature. <laughs> and what they did was they put him in an incubator and thank God he made it and why? why? because when the doctor wasn't looking I would take my camel and I would blow into the incubator machine <laughs> so he got by thanks to nicotine of course it's a wonder drug do you understand this? I have never got sick I have never had an injury in you, my life. You cough all the I time. Smoke, so what? Coughing and this and yet I don't get sick. You have to... This freak Gary has to take a whole week off because he has sniffles. <laughs> and then he ever smoke a cigarette? No! Never! Yeah, Mr. Vitelli, but you weren't here last week either. I shut your friggin' pie hole. Was it, why wasn't I here? Why weren't you here? I was on vacation. Smoking. Smoking! Oh yeah, you were with I Raul. I smoked up a storm! 
Oh, are you getting Emma Boodle in the catchy now? <laughs> so you are the reason behind El Nino? No. Don't be a wise and hyma. What I do, I smoke three in my mouth, two in my nostrils, one in my ear, and I'm learning currently to smoke cigarettes with my vagina. That's hardcore. And everyone should do the same goddamn thing that I do. You're a role model, Ms. Yes. A role model for women everywhere. And children. <laughs> All you do is put on the pack and you say, a free Nintendo game <laughs> with every 10 pack that you buy. And they'll learn the value of smoking. That's, uh, alright. I, I, I hope, I hope, uh, none of the program directors right now are listening to this because we can get in some big trouble. Well, why? Well, because you're condoning smoking now for what? kids. But that's not good. I can condone anything I want. Well, I guess. But not on the show. Fine. You want me to leave? I'll leave. It's, it's Shabbat right now, and I have to go. Yes, it's, yes. It's, uh, so a good Shabbat to you. Thank you. Not for another 20 minutes. No, what Shabbat do, starts at sunset. Whatever. What I do... Goy. When it's, when it's time to light the candles mm-hmm. and the menorah oh. in Hanukkah time... I don't have a menorah. I have eight cigarettes. <laughs> eight cigarettes, eh? I like one a day to symbolize Moses going across the desert and running out of cigarettes. And you can't fuck, even though this Arab didn't have convenience stores back then. Oh, that's wrong, Mr. Vitelli. He finally got to the promised land and they gave him Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a we got a we got a car. Hello, hello. Oh, you're a douchebag. Our, our number is seven one eight eight five nine six three one four. Final chance to speak to the div, Mister Vitelli. You know something, and it's a good thing you mentioned douchebag because I would say the one thing about smoking with your twat. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you can say that. All right, the one thing about inhaling smoke with your twat <laughs> is you must douche afterwards. <laughs> I'm being very frank and open. I apologize for the language. It's like you got to inform people about about. You <laughs> and smoking with your genitalia. Yeah, and like sometimes, sometimes you even do like a shoddy into some guy's mouth. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, that's for the younger kids. I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't, you don't partake in that. Seriously, smoking very good for your health. In fact, the more you smoke, the more healthy you will be. And I guess that's the final word of this segment. Yes, I have to go. Raul is waiting at home. I guess so. With my cigs. <laughs> what, kind of cigarette, what kind of cigarettes I do you smoke? I smoke preferably camels. If they're out of camels, then... <laughs> Winston 100. <laughs> oh, why 100s? Uh, because it's a little bit of a richer flavor. Richer? And it hits you quicker. Oh. Uh, do you like Virginia Slims? Hell no! <laughs> why not? It's a bitch cigarette. <laughs> I see. All right. I look like a Virginia Slim to you. <laughs> you don't look slim at all, Misty. All right. Thank you. Hey! Uh, that's our show. Uh, that's our, not our show. That's. That's Mr. Vitelli for you. Uh, right now we'll go to a quick music break. All right, Roger. Even though you're an idiot, I still love you. Take care. <laughs> it's it's Robert actually, but all right. All right, that was Mrs. Divitelli, and um, 
I think I should point out, because you're hearing bleeps in this, on our old station, we weren't allowed to curse. Uh, God only knows why, because this wasn't going out over the air. It wasn't, you know, it was technically, but you couldn't receive it with a radio. And uh, the FCC had no, you know, real uh, reason to bother with our little tiny station. I think they did it as a charade, you know, just to train radio uh, students, you know, not to curse on the air. But for whatever reason, we weren't supposed to curse on the air. You will hear, you know, fucks and shits and cunts slip in there because they would slip out and there was like no penalty for doing it. So it was just like, oh, whatever, don't do that again. The callers used to curse a lot. Um, but anyway, that was Mrs. Divitelli. The next clip is one of the rare moments that Noah came on the air. She used to sit in the other room and screen calls for us. She wasn't like an on-air personality as much, but as she is now. Uh, but when she did come on the air, it was usually hilarious. Something hilarious would always happen when Noah would go up to the mic and say something. So uh, in this clip, I was listening to an old clip at, at, at home, and I realized that Noah has a really bad habit of saying like. Like, you know, I was doing this and like that and this, that, and the other thing. So I decided to play one of her clips where she was doing that a lot, and every time... She says the word like, uh, we play a bell. So it's called the like game. Here it is. This is Blend Announcer by. Welcome back to the worst radio show in the world. And here are your hosts. Pons and Free. Ah! So uh, we're back. We're on BCAT. Thank God. Your mic. Your mic. Just asked you for a BCAT. You said no. I lied. I fixed the problem. It's all right. Noah, Noah being a good woman, fixed the problem. Right now, we're gonna play a little game. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna start, ridicule me. We're gonna ridicule Noah actually for fixing the problem. Such a good woman. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we're, this is uh, the part of the show where we're gonna do a little best of. We're gonna sh play a clip from a previous show. And and Darren actually noticed while listening back to the show that Noah has a tendency to say like a lot. So it's now shut up, like Valley Girl. So now it's time to play the likeometer. Here's how it goes. Every time Noah says like, you'll hear a little ding, like so. <laughs> you guys are so mean. Yep. So make sure it's on auto cue, Darren. It is. All right. So let's let's go straight to the videotape. Well, you heard this part already. <laughs> so yeah, this is the, we're doing the audio commentary now. This, this is the intro. We were really nervous when we were, we were really nervous when this was playing because we we're like, will we fail? We soon realized we would. Okay, back to the show. We are back. See, that's me. Yeah, yeah. That's back Darren. Now Jessica's here. Jessica's here. Jessica. Oh, she's not here anymore. She died. We killed her off the show. Welcome, Noah. Anatoly Shadow. How are you doing, yeah. Noah? What's up? Noah's here. We have Why a... are you looking at him and calling him Noah? <laughs> oh, you're not... I'm sorry. No, she's, 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 she's Noah. Right, she's Noah. Okay, the girls... We sound like that SNL skit. Gotcha. <laughs> Go ahead. Has. We have a phone number here. The number is 85... I'm talking to you. 85963 is that number. 6314. Back in the old... Does Noah's mic work? Noah, does your mic work? Yes, my mic works. Hardly. As you can see, even back then, we had technical problems. 
right. We're listening. All right, here. Okay. Here Any, whenever you're ready. <laughs> no, what? Okay. We don't have all day. You want to So, say. I went to Century 21 in the city. I won't say why, but I just went there. Okay. I do not go shopping there. Why did you go to Century 21 in the city? Who cares? I can't. That's the issue. I want to... All right. Oh, no, I was just going to go there because I wanted to buy a cheap pair of shoes, but I couldn't find anything cheap enough. So you admit it. You were right to leave that out. Yeah, Century, <laughs> Century 21 does not have cheapness. Mm-hmm. I have a Century 21 story, so, but go ahead. Okay. So, you know how, like, that person near the World Trade Center? Right across the street, actually. That's right. Yeah. So, there's, like, a, a church with a cemetery, and around the, like, graveyard, there's, like, a fence. And on the fence are a bunch of, like, um, banners dedicated yeah. to people who lost their lives. And, like, that place is, like, a hot spot for, like, tourists. Mm-hmm. And not only was it difficult to get around between street vendors who were selling American flags and, like, pictures of the World Trade Center. Show you are the true American. Buy a flag for $7. I went to Grand Zero and all I got was this lousy hat. $10. A building fell on me and all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Okay. Continue. $20. And then, all right, look, this gets better. And then there were tourists, right? And I actually saw a family. Like, this woman is like Cherry Kids. All right, go. Go stand by the rug and I'll take a picture. And you see, like, these kids standing by these, like, um, memorials for, like, people who, you know, <laughs> whose children made them, like, pictures. And they took, like, a picture, like, all, like, smiling. And this is, like, some, like, tourist attraction. It's me. I'm next to the dead kid. Look at me. Look, I have an actual arm. That's my arm. What's the answer? I got this lousy arm. Twenty dollars. Oh, sucks. I just thought it was so wrong. They have planes. They have these hats where on one side it's like ear coverings. Wait, that's me. No liking me. I saw that show on a website, so maybe someone created something like that. You're an asshole. I am an asshole. That's besides the point. Ah, and that was the light game. All right, we're back with the best of the Metal Injection Livecast. This is 3D. And this next clip is a story about a little prank that Rob played on one of our friends. Um, Actually, Jeff is also in this clip. You're going to hear Jeff's voice. We mentioned him on the show a few times. And some of our hardcore fans are... uh, Sometimes making Jeff references in the chat, which amazes me because we've mentioned him like maybe twice in two years. And the attention to detail that people have is really awesome uh, and always surprises me. But anyway, Jeff's in this clip, and this is a story that uh, Rob tells about our friend Squiggy. So here we go. We had the mother of all practical jokes planned this week, but it it kind of got screwed up. Thanks to the person we were trying to practically joke. Yeah, he didn't cooperate. <laughs> All right, so here's what happened. Last week, there was no radio show, right? Why? Why? Well, I was locked out of the station. Right. So I was locked out, and then I get home, and a friend of ours, Squiggy, right, you know, was a big fan of the show. Yeah. He, uh, he, you should say he IMs you every day. He, yeah, he IMs me, like, on, on Tuesday. Dude, are you excited for the show? Like it's Friday. It's on Friday. Today's only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's so close. <laughs> <laughs> so he's never going to talk to us again after this. But so, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, I like, I, first of all, I like Squeaky. Apparently, he doesn't like me. 
Well, if, if what he said is true, I wouldn't like you either. Yeah. WBCR. Hello. Yeah. Yo. What's up, Billy? Yeah, what's up? Chilling, no doubt. It's what's Jay, up? what up? Hey, what's up, Jay? What's poppin'? <laughs> I'm just chilling, though. What up? What's up? Yeah, no, no subject for the night, man. What's up? Excuse me? No subject for the night. What are we going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about Okay, so let me... Have you been listening to the show? Yeah, <laughs> I just got subject. home, that's why. Oh, you just got... So you got home... You didn't yeah, have... and I'm asking, like, what's the subject for the night? Well, well, instead of wasting our time having to explain the subject, why don't you listen for five minutes and then you'll know the subject. No, no, I heard you talking about somebody messed up your jokes or something. Yeah, well, that's the subject. That's the subject. Wait, we got another call. Someone, No one's answering it. Come on. Where, no, you can't answer it here. It's no, it's not here. playing solitaire. Answer the phone. Seriously. So, okay, so let me tell you the story too, Jay, all right? All right. So I get home last week because I was locked out, right? And uh, this guy's squiggy. Well, wife don't want you no more, man? No, we were locked out of no, the station. No, locked out of oh, the station. Oh, okay. I, I, I. The, stadium, the, the station doesn't no. want him anymore. Yeah, so uh, is there anyone in the line? No. No? All right, so uh, so I get home, and like two seconds after I sign up to the Internet, I get this message from my friend Squiggy. Yo, what happened? What's going on? And then I'm like, well, I could tell him the truth, but that wouldn't be funny. And then I'd just be like, oh, I didn't have a radio show today. I got suspended. And then uh, he's like, what? What happened? And then I'm like, then I'm, uh, uh, sexual harassment charges. And then, and then I, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. So then I come back. And he, and he writes this whole story. He writes the story for me. He's like, what? With who? Noah? Was it Noah? <laughs> Noah's, by the way, our, our co-host here. Oh, okay. I know that. And, and, and uh, I'm like, yeah, Noah, freaking touch her breast and then it's all over. <laughs> and he's like, touch her. what? What happened? Oh, you just fought all with the story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, he's like, what? What happened? Here, this will be his voice. What? What happened? And this will be my voice. So I go, uh, yeah, yeah, sexual harassment. What? What happened? Well, uh, you know... You know, we were in a room together, and I thought I thought she was giving me signals. So then, <laughs> then, then I touched her breast. You touched her breast? Y- yeah. Oh my God! I can't believe you did that. Well, thanks, Squig. No, no. So what's gonna happen? Well, I might get thrown out of school now, Squig. What am I gonna do? She's gonna file sexual harassment charges, and her boyfriend's gonna kick my ass. <laughs> Her bo- and her boyfriend's in a fraternity, and they're all going to kick my ass. I don't even think I can go to school anymore. Can I just say, her boyfriend's the total opposite of being able to kick her. Yeah, I'm like five of her boyfriends. Damn. So, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, so then, like, we keep going, right? And, and, then, and then I start showing the conversation to Darren. Yeah, that was great. I, I, like, I peed on myself. <laughs> I'm like, dude, check this out. And then Darren tells me, you should say something about me. Yeah, yeah. See what he says about me. Try to get him mad. Like, try to, you act like you're mad. Yeah. So then I'm like, that effing Darren, I'm so pissed off at him too. <laughs> He's like, why? What happened? Well, because cause I, I couldn't do a show today because I got suspended. He's all mad at me because he's like, oh, now you can't do your show. What the hell's your problem? Like, <laughs> like everything's about him. Everything's about Darren. He can't understand that I'm in, I have a situation here. And then Squeaky's like, well, that set him off. I hate to say I told you so, <laughs> but it's true. I just say, Go ahead. Squeaky sounds exactly like that. Squeaky sounds exactly oh, like hell that. Hell no, man. So, <laughs> so Squeaky's a little weird. <laughs> so, so then Squeaky's like, yeah, I 
I stopped liking him ever since he didn't show up to my grandmother's funeral. <laughs> Well, okay, so tell the story. Like, tell the story about his grandmother's funeral. Well, I mean, I mean, first thing is he he invited me to his grandmother's funeral, which all right, you know, I I'm very I didn't I'm very upset when anyone dies, you know. I I don't want to show disrespect to his grandmother or anything like that, but I didn't feel comfortable going to his grandmother's funeral because I didn't know the woman, and it's going to be a bunch of people in his family that I don't know, and that probably don't want me there. It's like when you go to a, when you go to a wedding, right? You can invite who you want, and, you know, people will be in a casual mood. They'll be like, hey, who's this guy? And we'll meet, you know, introduce me. You go to a funeral, you kind of want to mourn privately with other people. You don't want some stranger walking in. Right. So, and I, I was freaked out a little bit, but I, I, I thought I handled it nice. And I said, hey, Swiggy, I, I, don't, I wouldn't feel comfortable going. And he said, okay, no problem, you know. And we moved on. Well, since then... Since two years ago. Said, no, every no. time something comes up about me, he goes, I knew it. That guy didn't go to my grandma's funeral. He's an asshole. So then I'm like, he's like yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, he's such an asshole. He's, he's such an asshole. He's so selfish. He, he spilled a cup in my house. In 1983. In, which was like four years ago, right? Really, yeah, it was, it was, when we used to play poker. Oh, so like two years. It was two years ago. Two years and he's still bringing it up. And uh, Darren. Okay, here's what he said. He spilled it up. He didn't even clean it. Me and my wife, we had to wash it. It took us forever. Now, slaves. Now, now the truth. Now the truth, there. We're hurting my leg. Now what really happened? No, he, no. Uh, here's what happened. We're at his house, whatever. We're you know goofing around, hanging out. There's like ten people there. I spill the drink like a klutz that I am. I admit it. Klutz. Iced tea. I spill it. Oh crap! You know. Never mind. Right. Uh, Ding. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, whoops. Damn. <laughs> you know, I go, oh, my God. He goes, all right, I'll get paper towels. He runs back in with the paper towels. I clean it up. And that's it. That's the end of the exciting tea story. <laughs> and then it. everyone's goofing, having a good time. Like, yeah. They were indicated he was mad. And and uh, he, and basically we were just joking around about it afterwards. Like, oh, you're, you're a dick. You spilled it. You know, it was a joke. And then, and then since then, <laughs> he's been saying. But he, wait, he's there's more. That's part. Okay. <laughs> There's like, you know, I don't even want to tell you anymore. I don't even. I mean, I don't even want to tell you anymore. I'm like, so you push it. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, come on, dude. We're being <laughs> open. We're being open to each other. Well, well, he went into my bathroom and he pissed on my floor. Wait, did he say his bathroom? Yeah, I don't know. He pissed all over my uh, bathroom floor. No, 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 no. He said bathroom. In the living room no, no. Sofa. I'm like, wait. So you mean like, you know, he missed? You know, he started missed the toilet and he said, no, he pissed on my floor. So I'm like, you mean like you left a puddle on your floor? Yes, can you believe it? First of all, because you had my brain going, I was thinking like, what's he talking about? Because, all right, you're a man, right? When you go to the bathroom, occasionally you'll... I understand that, but uh, he's saying I just didn't you just didn't even use the toilet. Even the toilet. Like, no. I got in the corner. But wait, there's more. Okay. Then he goes like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't believe that bald F. <laughs> this, I must have peed on his mirror, too. Now, now okay. <laughs> Darren is bald, but squeaky to be talking about bald people. I, I, you told me you went to uh, a, a, an engagement party. Yes. Of one of our friends. Yes. And, uh, Who's he here? I, well, you know. Yeah. It's Zach. Uh, <laughs> he's not mad. At him, him and Christopher Street. <laughs> so, uh, you told me that uh, Squiggy has a really bad comb over. <laughs> and a really bad suit. Wow. Yeah. So, 
But wait, there's more. He then went on, right? Now keep in mind, I'm 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 upset about being sexually harassed. Right. He then went on for a good two hours talking about how pissed off he is at all, at all of our friends. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're going to him to like. Vent yeah, I was going to him for help, and it turned out that he was venting to me. And I I saved this conversation. Right. And to give you a little statistic here. There were 14 pages total to this conversation. Damn. Right? Three of the pages were about me and, and my sexual harassment. Which means 11 pages of Squiggy complaining about friends who he acts totally nice to in real life. That percentage is actually low. If you would have told me, I would think it would be like 99. Oh, uh, so, uh, Squiggy? There he is. <laughs> what are you talking about? Can someone answer? You can't answer from here, Jeff. It's on the air. Can someone answer that, please? Thank you. Cool. Hold on one second. All right. So, uh, what else? What else did I want to say? You wanted it. Well, the stuff you said about. Oh that. yeah. What? Send you the. You had to tell me this. Oh, Jeff just goes to me. He's like, send me the conversation. <laughs> send to me. You have to say that now. Yeah. Because this is so important to the conversation, right? You couldn't wait till we go to a music break to be like, Rob, you send me the conversation. I apologize. It's all, it's, right. it's all right, but I'm just saying. Oh. The next six years, if you use yeah, it. Yeah, Jay, we're here. Give some all right, so, uh, what we're, oh, yeah, so what we really wanted, what we... Oh, hold on, I got a phone call. Hold all on. right. He also said he did all the work on our wrestling show. Yeah, like, he took credit, and, and like, he's saying how everyone that we hang out with is whipped. Right. Except for him. <laughs> oh, my God. Did that include me? Yeah, oh, right. you. What you did you say? You're the most Oh, you're right? so... Hold you're on, so hold on, hold you're on. so rude because can't even have oh, okay. So uh, we play softball on Saturdays. A bunch of our friends, right? And we basically play play like from twelve to like eight. Two games we play. So Squiggy is just like that. Jeff and Mary, they're so rude. They go to a movie at six o'clock. Why would you go to a movie at six o'clock if you know that, that there's a temple? Uh, a softball game to play, and I'm like. Yeah, I know, right? That's messed up. Nothing comes in front of softball. Nothing. I know, right? Not your job, not your girlfriend, nothing. I'm glad you see my point. He never gets that you're kidding. Just for the record, um, Darren, who is top three in games played? Jeff. Jeff? Jeff and Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, you Number ran, one and three. She ran into that one, Jeff. Woohoo! Jeff, Jeff, and Jeff. It was really, yeah. All the top three had girlfriends. All right, we got a phone call again. It's the girl again? All right, let's just go to the line two. Let's pick it up. Hello. Why are you making fun of me? Hey, Squiggy. Hey, Squiggy, what's up? Why are you making fun of me? Uh, we're not making fun of you. We're just telling a story about you, Squig. No, I don't like stories. All right, you want to tell a story, Squig? Go ahead. Well, that guy, Jared. He spilled a cup of iced tea in my house. He spilled a cup of tea. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the alligator. He's a schmuck. He's a bald schmuck. Squiggy is a Mr. Vitelli, dude. I think that really was Squiggy. Shut <laughs> up. All right. What we hung up on right, them. With the Darren. So what we were going to do, right, was... Oh, wait, wait, so he, finish, wait. he kept going. Oh, that was about the whip part. Cause oh, all right, all right. So, yeah, he's saying whip. Like, go ahead. Well, I... I have no problem if you want to put your wife over anything else. I agree right, with yeah. that. But for him to... I wouldn't call it whipped. But for him to say that he's whipped, he's the most whipped person on the softball field. <laughs> Not that I have a problem with that. Like, I'm trying to point it out to you that I think it's cool. cool. Yeah, I got you. But 
if he's going to call people whips, he'd be the first one on the list. Example. He can't even, like, all right, we used to play poker, and we had to go to his mom's house because his wife wouldn't let us come over and play poker. Right. Uh, what else? The uh, rat infesting. <laughs> he had to stay home from softball. No, it was our first practice, too, as a team. Yeah, and we had to chase a rat around his living room. <laughs> and he had to spend some time with Roe right. instead of coming to softball. But softball, softball, <laughs> softball is more important than anything else. Except his life. Except his life. Oh, he also said we were Mike Hogs on the radio. Oh, that's he used to no, be on the radio. No, he didn't say anything bad about me because oh, you were talking. Right, because I was talking. He said that you were Mike Hog, yeah. and that you know you you never he came up with all the good ideas and you took credit for everything. You know what I noticed is that uh, every whenever he talks to me, he says something bad about you and everyone else but me. Hello. Yes, I called back when you told me to. Shut up. Hang up on. So. <laughs> Don't we really got to start screening phone calls. I know. No one wants to stay in the other room. If someone wasn't playing poker. <laughs> right. You can't play poker in here. My wife is here. Oh, my God. You're spilling cards all over the floor. <laughs> so, anyway. No. Whoever he's talking to is off the S list. Yeah. And, like, then he switches gears and talks to you. You're off the S yeah, list. Yeah. Like, for example. For example. Uh. You know, we play softball on Saturdays, and there was a point when I didn't have a job, so the only way I can make money is to sell soda at a concert, right? Temple so it's, it's called be the temple. It's called the temple. Plug. Punk temple. So, uh, uh, so I just, I, you know, I was just like, you know, I can't come every week because I, I, this is my only way to have a job. So apparently, Darren, from what you tell me, he would tell you that. Uh, <laughs> wait, go. Okay, he would tell you how, like, I can't believe he's going to the temple over softball, blah, blah, blah. Then meanwhile, in the conversation, he was like, you know, I understand you had a job. You have to go do your job. It's all right. I'm like, no, nothing is more important than softball. I will go to my boss, and I will tell him, you cannot make temple shows on Saturdays anymore. Move them to Sundays because they're softball. Even though they're in a synagogue. And then after you got fired, he's like... <laughs> He's like, dude, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, they they like some baseball too. They'll come and play. Great, that's awesome. <laughs> Good, she should do that. Yeah, screw. I'm like, screw the kids that come to the shows. Yeah. They'll just be on the street doing crack anyway. He's like, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> crack is more important than softball. No, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> softball is a little more important than crack. So, depends how you feel, really. So, anyway, tell him what oh, we were going to say. So, right. And then he kept saying, you know, do you want me to talk to her? Do you want me to call her? Uh, so I'm like, no. Because <laughs> he would tell the story about, like, how uh, he went to Tony's girlfriend. Just, uh, okay. What? Squiggy, all right, Squiggy tries to be every girl's best friend. Yeah, he muscles in on the, like, no, he doesn't, I don't he doesn't, really think he tries to get in their ass. No, he just likes being friends with girls. Right, for whatever reason. I don't know. Yeah. Now we can debate another time. But this is according to Tony. I'm not observing. This is the story Tony told me. Tony's the guy that we hang out and play softball with, and he's Russian. Wasn't how that this is? Isn't that how this whole dog thing got started? Dog. Yeah, Tony. <laughs> uh-huh. Started dog actually. Yeah, because he picked up the phone one day. Yeah. He's like, yo, dog. <laughs> and everyone started laughing. He's like, what? 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 He is the he is the Russian guy. He has a little bit less thick accent. And on the back of his jersey, it says Tone. 
tone. Number one. So go ahead. No one cares. Go ahead. Um, so he tells me, you are Darren. <laughs> Yo, let me tell you about Squeaky. One day, uh, I was going out with this girl. We went out maybe two times. And uh, he goes up to her and he says, uh, oh, you know, uh, Tony really likes you a lot. He really thinks you're a great girl. And uh, he, he, he wants to get real close to you. And she, she's, of course, she said, okay, great, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't true. <laughs> I didn't like her that much. He totally screwed it up. And she was calling me like 20 times a day. So, you know, he, he does that. He does that a lot. <laughs> a lot. Like, so, so he's like, you know, you want me to talk to her? Like, no. <laughs> no. Well, picture what he's going to say. Hold on, hold on. So then I'm like, wait, I'll just give him, like, a fake email address. I'm like, dude, can you just, I don't want to give her your number, her number, because, you know, she'll get pissed off. Just email her. Yeah, Rob, no problem, no problem. <laughs> right? So then he emails her, and he's like, I just wanted to tell you that Rob is a really nice guy, and it was a total misunderstanding, and he just likes you, and he told you, you know, he told you were giving him signals, and that's why he touched your breast, and I know it's a weird situation. <laughs> Basically, I just looked at it from the perspective of someone who was sexually harassed. And if, and if I thought that, you know, someone else sexually harassed me and I got that email, that would piss me off even more. Can I ask a question? No. Okay. So on. No, no, what do you want to say? Did no one know about... Yeah, no one was down with this. Because it would be pretty funny if she didn't know what was going on all of a sudden you got an email like that. <laughs> no, I gave him one of my email addresses. Oh. So remember he said he want, he was, you should go talk to the dean? Yeah. What did he say? He said you should go talk to the dean and say it was an, an accident. Yeah. I'm like, how can <laughs> I accidentally touch your boob? Come in. Yes, yes, uh, Robert, how can I help you? Well, um, uh, this girl filed a uh, sexual harassment. Why? Uh, well, I, I accidentally touched her breast. How did you accidentally touch her breast? Did you trip and your hand landed on her breast? Uh, no, no. I mean, like, I, I, we were in a room and, like, you know, I thought, I thought she liked me, so then I reached over. And, and well, I, you know you're going to be expelled for this, right? But it was an accident. Well, you should have thought of that before you accidentally touched her breast. But <laughs> I don't want to be expelled. Get out of my office. But I don't want to. But my friend Squiggy told me I was going to be okay. Another Ask Squiggy success story. So, uh, then he, and like I said, you know, I'd just be more pissed off. Right. And then the next day after this all happened, right, we were at a gathering. Yeah. That same engagement party. And I didn't even know he was going to be there. So then I see him and I'm like, Oh crap! He's gonna bother me about this whole harassment thing, right? Like whatever, whatever. Just play it off. Just oh, play wait, it off. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Before uh -huh. you continue, you should say what we were gonna do on the show. Well, hold on, hold on. Right. So like, he comes up, and, like you know, I say hi to everyone, and he comes up to me. Oh, I'm sorry, all right? Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know, it's uh, it's cool. You know, whatever. Right? So I'm like, right, could he ask me about it? It's over. Nothing happened. I didn't break. Right? So then we're, you know, we're on a line waiting for food on the food line. In Russia. <laughs> and uh, he's like, so Rob, how you doing, you know? How you doing, Rob? You know? Like, I'm doing fine. I don't want to think about it. Yeah, yeah, I understand, you know. But, you know, if you ever want to talk to anybody, you can just come over. Just call me. And blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, great. <laughs> and then, like, an hour into the thing. I'm sitting there at the table at our table, and he walks up, and like you know, like I, you know, I I don't I uh, I was daydreaming for a minute, you know. Rob, how's it going, man? How's it going? You thinking? You thinking? 
Yeah, I'm thinking about <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's all right, it's all right. If I really was depressed about getting, I would like want to kill myself because yeah. this guy keeps bringing it up. Oh, this is 3D. I just wanted to mention in that last clip, you heard uh, Rob talking about the temple, selling sodas at the temple when he was a teenager. And the temple is this club in Brooklyn that was, uh, that Sid and Lonnie promoted shows at, so... Uh, every Saturday, Saturday they would have these punk shows, and I think that's pretty sure that's how they met Rob, because Rob um, sold the sodas there at these punk shows, and now Sid and Lonnie are part of the live cast, so it all comes full circle. Uh, this next clip is going to feature Sid, who was sitting in on our show. He wasn't a regular on our show, but you know we were friends, and Sid would sit in on a show here and there, I guess when he was available. And as always, he was really funny. This clip has Sid. Uh, we have this caller who was this punk kid. And he said something that really offended Sid's punk sensibility. And I've never seen Sid explode the way he did. Like, he'll be cranky and crotchety. And, you know, I feel like it's part of his character uh, on the show. But I, I, I honestly think Sid was really pissed off in this clip. He sounded like he wanted to rip this guy's throat out with his teeth through the phone. Um, so you'll hear it. Here it is. Uh, so why are you calling up the show, man? Because you guys need something to talk about. Uh-huh. So what are we going to talk about? Um, let's talk about some politics, some dirty politics. Okay. So I'm sure you guys have been asked this probably a million times what you yeah. think about the war. We've been asked that a lot. Yeah. Well, let the public know. Well, our, our stance on war is if you kill them, kill them all. <laughs> yeah, so they don't come back and kill us, you know? Yeah, because they might have a nuke or something. So how how you feel about um, Bush? I love oh, it. I, I love it. Enough. I hate when the girls sh shave it. It pisses me off. That guy I just called that disguised his voice. What the hell? That was that? a girl. Look, that was a girl. Oh, it's a girl. <laughs> no, never. Trying to disguise her voice as a girl. So, um, hey, you, you guys need to check my band out. It's called ATL. Yeah. Is it called <laughs> ATL? You, you it's, called, it's called Atlanta. We got a clip of that. Oh, we. Where is that? You got a clip of us? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know. I don't. In the mail. Yeah, it, we just got it. Actually, it's really. We got a whole bunch of promos all together. They sent us a clip. He's trying to find it. Hold on a second. Give me one second. So I, I don't know. What, what do you love about Bush so much? I, I, don't, I don't love anything about him. I like when they get when they shave better. <laughs> not crazy about Bush. Is this your band? What? This right here. I can't see. Oh, hold on. Let's give it a minute. That sounds like it. Yeah. One second. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> Push play, dick. Hi, no curse. Why can't people control themselves on the air? I understand that. Is your band called Monty Love? No. <laughs> What's your band's name? Don't ATL. Worry. It's, it's, it's called the. Is <laughs> it? What is, is that? that crap? It's an ATL. ATL. Yeah. <laughs> what does ATL stand for? 
against the law. Oh, are you guys a punk rock band? Yeah, you can, well, now punk is like, like, um, Blink-182, we're like, we're hardcore. So are you like, are so, you like 50, you, what? Are you like 50 Cent where you actually do break the law, or are you just like punks that hang out in the food court and pretend to break the law? 50 Cent sucks, he sounds like Tupac, and... Everyone else sounds like Pac. Uh, he doesn't so. sound anything what? like Tupac. Well, how does he sound like Tupac? Just because he because mentions Tupac in one of his songs. Because he's black? No, because he comes off like him, the way he rhymes. Okay. Like in the, in yeah. the club, the uh -huh. club spelled with a D, D-A. Uh, Tupac could, was the first person to do that. I could see what he's saying in that song, but in general, no. Yeah, yeah. he comes off straight up like Tupac. Okay, so what bands do your, does your band sound like? You don't sound like anybody. You sound okay. like Who are your influences? <laughs> Boy Poloi. Boy Poloi. Who? I guess the Casualties. The oh, oh, God, dude, that's like so the you worst have, band ever. So you have retarded lyrics in your songs, yeah. too? Nah. Can you give us some of your lyrics? Extreme. <laughs> nah. If, if, I, if I give you the lyrics on the air, they're going to come looking for me. Who? The government. 50 cents. It's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. We pissed off our government enough. I, I wish our government was cool enough to go search out and weed out casualties, rip off bands, and <laughs> put them in camps. Yeah, so I'll move to that one. Okay, right let me get. I think. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm getting a fax in from my inside sources. I think I have I have your lyrics here. F. George Bush. F. George Bush. War is wrong. War is wrong. <laughs> F. George Bush. Is that your lyrics? No, nah, that's, that's Andrew W.K.'s lyrics. Cause he uh, no, 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 Andrew W.K.'s <laughs> lyrics is War is Wrong, Party All Night. War is Wrong, nah, nah, Party All Night. He only uses like three words in the song. So come on, read us some of your lyrics, seriously. This is good promotion. Here. Yeah, we're giving you a big outlet. We just call crack whores. You think the government's going to be after you for yeah. making lousy music? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Wait, I I got, a, I got a demo in my house. Like, I could put the phone... Yeah, yeah go ahead. Please, sure. I'm sure that'll be great quality. We'd love to hear it. You're going to play a, a, a no, B-grade quality CD over a B-grade quality telephone. Who are you kidding? B-grade? <laughs> play it. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hold on. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm queuing it You're up. putting it on? Yeah. Oh, is that it? Hold on. No, no. It sounds original. <laughs> Go ahead. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm queuing it up. Uh, how do you, you're anti-war? Excuse me? You're not for the war? I mean, I want to say I am, but... He does pro-war punk. <laughs> I mean, it was fucked up what happened. Ah, stop hey, turning it. We were going to bomb a wreck. We were going to bomb a wreck. The time you were going to bomb a wreck. Hey! Just crack that! Hey! Hey! <laughs> well, what's the song? Come on. What the hell? Loading your MP3. Give me, give me like a second. So How many you, seconds? You, you guys like Andrew W.K.? That dude sucks, man. Yeah, he sucks. Okay. We, we like the casualties a lot. <laughs> oh, I mean, so. I don't like I'm just giving you some insight. We don't like them. We do. They talk more about the movement than... What movement the do they talk about? movements. Do you read their lyrics? It sounds ridiculous. What did it Good Charlotte have more in-depth lyrics than they do, the casualties. All right, maybe he... Maybe he... We all like one lousy band. Give us another one. All right. What other bands do you sound like? Uh, or influenced by whatever. Stinking Park. <laughs> Bro, I got so many bands. That well, pick one. Well, pick one. Um, what else? What's the alphabetically first band you like? ABBA. Think of a band right now. First band comes to mind. Tell me. 
Maggot. Maggot? Yeah. I don't know. Sid, you're the expert. What's Sid, you know any maggot? No. Not a clue. I know. The are bad. probably crappy. <laughs> well, come on. Play us your demo. Dude, you have all of, all of America. When I play this song, America's just going to go crazy, bro. Yep. You have all of one, one, two, three, five. Wait. <laughs> well, go ahead. Let's hear the freaking song. All of women. <laughs> any second. Now. All right. Let me ask you a question. What, what, what bands do you guys like? Monty Love. Any band that plays the temple. No. You, um... Mm -hmm. What about the Strokes? The Strokes? Uh, no, I don't really like the Strokes. No, sorry. All right. I know how the song goes. How does it go? Why did the pitcher pitch on one leg? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because if he didn't, he, if, he, if he pitched on no legs, he'd fall over. Yeah! Oh, I messed that up. the now. song? Come on. Why did the soccer player go to buy... <laughs> Where did the soccer player go? <laughs> That's how it goes. Where would you go to buy a new soccer shirt? Where? New Jersey. You said new in the in the, in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, I messed it up too. I'm going to ask. All right. People on other lines, please wait. We'll get to you in a minute. Play your song or we're going to cut you off, dude. What's your Malik? Uh, yeah, yeah. Play it already. Malik, let me run down some punk bands. Tell me if you like them. Black Flag. Yeah, they're all right, but they're not they're, hardcore enough. They're, they're right. not hardcore enough. They're My, no casualties. <laughs> minor threat. Minor threat? Yeah. Who? I guess they're all right. Okay. Uh, Blink-187. Uh, what? The Three. Dead Kennedys. Dead Kennedys. Yeah, yeah, they're good. They're good? Name one Dead Kennedy song. Um, I don't know, but I have a shirt that, and it's like anti-Nazi. Uh, <laughs> it sounds good. Oh, whack I, have a, shirt. I have an anti-Nazi shirt, so they're good. Name one minor threat song. Gigi Allen. Uh, I've never heard him, but I see him fling feces at somebody. What? Stop cursing, please, dude. He's not punk rock to curse. I can't understand one clip. I made a clip. Alright, here you go. Kick it! Is Blaze the singer? Let's <laughs> <laughs> not go to a dude, dude, I hate to break it to you. Dude, you're listening? Malik, yeah. I hate to break it to you, but you sound like every other punk band yeah. out there. What are you contributing to the world with your band? What What are you adding? Well, we're spreading awareness. Of? Lousy music. Oh. <laughs> What you think you? just because guitars are sold in stores, you're entitled to start a crappy band? <laughs> well, no, he's entitled to start a band, but that doesn't mean he's spreading anything. <laughs> so what, what message are you trying to spread with your band? I don't know, that, you know, people like, like Blink-182 give punk rock a bad name. And why? you give it a good name? Why, why do they give well, it a bad name? Because, what do they talk about? Girls, oh, I, I just broke up with my girlfriend. Come on, punks. What, what do you talk about? What do you talk about in your songs? Well, that song right there is called Hell's Inferno, and uh -huh. it's basically talking about war. Uh-huh. What about and war? Innocent, innocent bystanders getting killed. Like, what if you were on the other side of the planet, you know? Uh-huh. Bombs dropping on, on your house. Right. You'd be homeless. How would you feel? It's like... I wouldn't like it. I mean, in America's... Americans are so just stuck up. They never really felt it. And 9-11 was probably, you know... Do you hate America? I don't hate it, but I think that 
we have a lot of resources that we can give to other people. Like what? Do we not have a... Okay. Like punk rock! <laughs> <laughs> That's our main export now. <laughs> uh, I, I want to hear your worldview. I'm curious. I mean, we, we, have, we don't have American. resources, but we have enough. And we have a lot of money. We have enough what? Oil? No, we don't have any oil. No, we do have oil, actually. We're the number three exporter of oil <laughs> in the world, but we also, research there. we also use too much of it. America like has its like problems. The That's again, what you the, the oil rigs that we have are just polluting the, the, yeah, the ocean. America has its problems. That's what should, should come first. Yeah, doesn't America have problems we should worry and about? And everybody else's like, problems. Yeah, because... Charity begins at home. Because I mean, fools are fools. That's fools why. are fools. And people invest you know. in crappy... Stocks or whatever, you know. So how would you change things? How would, how would you, you change things? things? If your Bush is now impeached and you're he'd make, president, he'd make the national anthem a casualty well, if song. I, if, if I was president, number one, I would take all these, mm -hmm. these, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, these non-healthy drinks like Tropical Fantasy out of the, out of the stores. That would be the first thing you would do as president. Wait, wait. First thing you would do, oh, no. yeah, I would take the care first of thing I would do as president is take away all the fifty cent drinks in all the bodegas around the land. Thank you. The second thing I would do is I would take away all fifty cents from every playlist because you can't sound like Tupac. That's just annoying. <laughs> but you can't sound like the casualties. But you can't sound That's like the casualties loud. who sound like the Ramones if they were to take a crap, flush it down the toilet, and it were broken down into other pieces of crap. Now, right? the Ramones, the Ramones can never sound like the casualties. No, the, the casualties sound like the Ramones, I'm saying. But crappier. Yeah. Much crappier. And it can't work vice versa because the Ramones are just... Yes, I don't know what yes, I agree. The Ramones, what, you don't like the Ramones? Not, not from what I heard. They suck. The remotes. Wow. Well, oh, because they spike their hair. They're, they're all good. Wait a minute. No, why do you never spike their hair? You are, you are an idiot. Dude, if anything, have you ever seen the people in the casualties? They all have orange and red hair, and they're like all mohawky and queer. Yeah. If anything, all you're describing right now is the casual. Oh, you got to put a bootleg and like it had a Ramones cover. No, dude, dude, and you said Ramones too when you were commenting on it. Yes, Ramones are good. Yeah, sure. All right, wait, wait, uh, wait to back down, you pussy. Anyways, when are you guys playing your next show? Your band? When are you playing? You playing a show? Where you playing? When? We got a gig coming up in August. Oh, in my backyard. Well, we still need a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. So once we get that together, we'll be playing. When? Where's this gig going to be? It's uh, it's going to be held on the street, held by NAACP, uh, Brooklyn Day of Expression. But you can catch us at Funkadelic Studio, Room Ten, Sunday from six to nine. Well, we're going to watch you jam. What? Yeah, check this out. Playing two chords over and over again—is that really jamming? Who sucks? No. I'll be the guy there pissing on your shoe while you play. Bro, you guys can't even play, so what are you talking about? We Neither can, can you. Look, we have something <laughs> in common already. It's great. But we're not claiming to play anything. Yeah. But you, you talk... Uh-huh. Hello? That's what we do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me speak on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're saying. No, I don't really. I don't understand. Do you have hair, what you're wait, saying. dude? Do you have a mohawk? Nah. What color is your hair? Does it matter? Yeah, because I asked I'm you. Do it black. matter? What it's black, like yeah. your soul. Do you dress emo? Do you like emo? Do you like the dashboard? Bro, I'm into hardcore stuff. I don't like that emo. Oh, okay. Soul. So do you like, like what? Like, like poison the well? 
No. What, what bands are you into? I already told you, man. It's a casual thing to love. You named well, Oi McCoy and the Casual. Oi Paloy and, yeah. <laughs> Oi McCoy. <laughs> Oi. All right, so who else? We got, we got Crucifix. We got uh, Fisticuffs. We got, um, who else? Who else? The Prophets, Shella, uh, Boston. They rock. Uh, what we got? This is like Shella's for rock people. Astroland. Astroland? They're gonna be, they're gonna be playing tomorrow. I went to Astroland. At North 6. What is this? That's the show with Leftover Crack, right? Yeah, I'll be there. Great. Next. Listen, uh, no, you know what pisses me off, though, is that he. Like, we're anti-war, yeah. and he's anti-war. And he's like the doofus that all the right conservative people look at when they say what idiots they protest are. Yeah. Because you don't have any clear worldview of why we shouldn't go to war. You just say, you're, you're referring to me? Yes. You you don't have any idea why you, we shouldn't go to war. Yes, you just, we shouldn't go to war because it's not fun. I never, I never said we shouldn't go to war. You just said. All right, we, so we should or we shouldn't. I'm should, should we or shouldn't we? Yes or no? I'm saying. Yes or no? I can't give you a straight answer right now. Well, let him explain. Go ahead. Okay. Quickly. You have the floor. This is getting boring. Because, uh... I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like... Okay. Should we or shouldn't we respond? We shouldn't. Why? Because. Profound. <laughs> <laughs> and we should get rid of tropical fantasy! <laughs> The ring, the ringliness of of whatever, whatever coalition that's doing all terrorism is. They're probably in America. They're probably not even in. So we should bomb America. <laughs> don't don't let Bush hear you say that because he probably do it. No, he wouldn't. He'll, he'll come in the inner city, and dude, dude, do whatever, dude. Read read a book. You're really out of it. Yeah, seriously. Ha be having the right cause for a stupid reason is not good enough. This is what happens when a kid gets his politics from the in-between song banter of the lead singer of the Casual. So why, 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 that's just so why, why don't you tell me why we should it's go to war? It's just like fragments. We shouldn't go to war. We're agreeing with you. We, we, we shouldn't go to war, but you don't know why we shouldn't go to war. You're just, you're just saying it because it's punk. It's yeah. Cool. Oh, I thought you. I thought you guys. No, we're very anti-war. Despite us making fun of you, we're pretty liberal. Yeah, I'm a liberal. I'm liberal. I'm a Republican. You guys so, sound. I just think sound Hillary's right wrong. We, we sound right wing. When yeah. did you learn that phrase? Which pamphlet was that in? From school. Have you? You, you went to school, right? You yeah. went to, You took up. Uh. Uh. uh are you Bert? Uh, That's a good diss. He's doing angel yeah. dust with the other. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we sound right wing to you? Because we don't like the casualties. No, because we're making fun of him. Oh right. So yes. punk. Oh, I'm sorry. Liberals don't make fun of other liberals. No. Bro, you don't even know the meaning Bro. of punk. No? Uh, What's the meaning of punk? Oh, 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 I love hearing this. What is the meaning of punk? DIY. And what does that stand Do for? We're doing no, this radio we're, show we're doing ourselves. ourselves. There you go. Isn't this radio show punk? What's so punk about it? We're doing it ourselves. Do it yourself. We don't have corporate sponsorship on the show. We do it ourselves. Punk is about a hairstyle, man. <laughs> and hot topic. Well, that's how you perceive it. And, and no, it's not how I perceive it. We make it, it funny, though, man. It, you know what? Something that is really punk: sarcasm. You should <laughs> learn about it. Do you have a dictionary at all? We didn't give him a chance. Punks used to be intelligent. 
you guys, you guys, you guys shop at Hot Topic. You're not DIY. How do you know we shop at Hot Topic? <laughs> because he just said it. Dumbass. Uh, oh my god, dude! Sarcasm. Sarcasm. It's coming your way. Catch it. Do you want us to it, like give you a golden engraved invitation to life so you can understand what the hell we're talking about? Uh, you guys take things too literally. Oh, you were because <laughs> we shop at oh. Hot Topic. <laughs> yeah, and we're do you shop? Do you shop at Hot Hot Hot, hot Topic? Bro, I, w- I wouldn't pay. Where do you shop? Pair of pants. you shop? Do you shop in the village? I shop thrift. Thrift, thrift, like I, what? I go to thrift stores, like uh-huh. Salvation like Army. Like Salvation Army. Yeah. <laughs> the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> so, how much do you pay for a shirt usually? Thirty cents. <laughs> uh, let's see, final of two hours for vintage shirt, whatever. A vintage shirt. Do you have you ever been to Urban Outfitters? See how much they sell a Ramon shirt for? Like, how much do they sell? Twenty four dollars for a Ramon punk. shirt. That's, that's ridiculous. Well, Ramon suck, remember? Oh yeah, that's right. No, no, Rancid suck. Rancid sucks. Yeah, there are no casualties. He said the Ramon suck. Yeah, and then he said they yeah. Did. Yeah, he nah, did. they both start with the R, so I got it. Oh, oh right. you know what else starts with an R? Retard. Hey, look at that. He has Magic. to be effing with us, man. I, don't yeah. just, I hope so. Please, you're giving Punk a really bad name, dude. We might play hip-hop on our show. It doesn't mean we like That's it. Bro, you punk. guys are just playing 50 cents. What's up with that? Uh, it's to get dumb callers in. Well, apparently, it's not only hip-hop that gets dumb callers in. so much of a punk station. How come you don't play Who's, punk rock? Who said we're a punk station? Who said we're a punk station? One of you guys said No, it. I said our show is punk. Let me ask well, you Well, if something. the show is punk and you got rebel dudes hosting the show, I would uh, think that you have some hardcore political punk rock on it. Why Malik? does everything punk have to be political? Malik. Bro. Malik. Bro. Bro. What is Bro. Punk huh? Malik. Where, where did punk, punk originate? Where did punk originate? The Ramones. Why, why, the Ramones. Why, 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 not, huh? Why did... Why, why is it even punk? Wait. Who were the first punk band in your mind? Like Sex Pistols, I guess? Nope. No, sorry. No, Ramones came out before Sex Pistols. The term punk was originated by a magazine that was based on the band The Dictators. That's the first band that was referred to as a punk band. The Dictators. They had nothing to do with politics. They sang about boning girls. The Ramones had nothing to do with politics either. They sang about doing drugs and being bored. Well, when 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 you hear about the band Oi Poloi, uh, then you know what punk really is. Oh, that so Oi Poloi is the first punk band then? No, because it came out in nineteen eighties. So, All right then. So what the hell so are you talking about? So punk is not about politics. About? You're saying punk is uh, just about politics, where I disagree with you. So which punk? Punk about? is rebelling about the the mainstream. At the mainstream. <laughs> Can I ask you something, man? What? What do you got against Fifty Cent? Sounds like everyone else. I don't think so. I think he sounds kind of different. But your band no, listen, sounds like no, everyone else. Listen to rap, so you don't. You wouldn't know. Yes, I do. What are you talking about? How I many listen? rap? How many rappers you know? Wait, you listen I don't to know rap personally? <laughs> do you listen to rap? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I, I used to listen to it until it got all negative. You saying Jay Z and 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 Fifty Cent sound the same? No, but they sound nothing. You said he sounds like everyone else. And DMX. DMX sounds like 50 cents. Well, like I said, don't take it too literally. I'm, so, I'm when you say something, we should think it's the exact opposite of what you're saying. You're talking about sarcasm. No, that's not Bro. sarcasm. This is sarcasm. You're so smart, man! <laughs> that's sarcasm, you see? Because <laughs> you're not really smart. So, who does 50 cents sound like then? Tupac. Sounds like Tupac. I mean, so, that's everyone else? 
First of all, he doesn't sound like Tupac. No, sorry. At all. He, he sounds, sounds, a real he high sounds like... He comes off just like Tupac. He sounds like Tupac on morphine. Yeah, I could see that. Alright, so I guess you can tell from that last clip, the political stuff, and also in this next clip, you're going to hear um, a lot of references to the Iraq War. This was in 2003. We did our show from probably, I would say, 2001 in March to about 2004 was our last show, so... Basically, for the whole three years we were on, it was just, you know, the height of Bush craziness in America. So, uh, that's reflected a lot in our show. You're also going to hear a guy named by the name of Ethan, who was uh, one of the other show hosts on the same station. He was also the program director. He had some title at the show, uh, at the station. And he sat in with us. Really nice guy. Actually, I'll tell you a funny story about Ethan uh, when we come back from this clip. But uh, this is about uh, the Iraq War, some of the stuff that was going on, and Ethan pretending to be a, a live cars, foreign correspondent in Iraq. So here it is. This is Blend Announcer by. Welcome to the worst radio show in the world. Have a little and here are your hosts, Faraz and 3D. Matt, you have no testicles whatsoever! That's trying to call for the slogan for WBCR. How, how about home of the worst radio show in the world? No, no, but I mean, like, he's, he's got, like, he's yeah. coming up with stuff that's, like, like a little funny. It's like it, it, it's in, in a, it uses WBCR as an acronym. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. So he goes, why? I mean, an acronym. He goes, why blackmailers right. clearly rule? So then I, so then I said, why don't you do something funny like like wetbacks crave ravioli? Because he got really mad. No, but I the reason, no, no, the reason, yeah. the reason we can't do that is because the school has to approve these. So, ah, so yeah. you know, get it rejected, but at least it'll be on the record, you know. All right. Where blacks clearly rule. WBCR. <laughs> in case you haven't heard, you're listening to the worst radio show in the world on Brooklyn College Radio. Mm-hmm. We have a... Damn it, I had a word in my head that I was going to use. We have... We have what's, with, what's with that sound? We have a huge show tonight. It's like unbelievably big. Like bigger than my penis. But even even despite that, it's pretty huge. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. There's a board meeting going on here about the about the slogan. I can't pay attention to the show. No, we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, first and foremost, everyone knows it's in the news. It's everywhere. Your new red hair. That's right. My hair is, is it's sort of orange. Full of a CNN. That's the terror alert right now. Is your hair terror alert? Rob's hair. <laughs> Has his hair. Uh, um, I guess I don't know if the Russian guys are going to be here because they're still in talks with um, RBO about that whole contract situation oh, with yeah, the Sopranoviches. But despite that, RBO has personally delivered a new episode of the Sopranoviches. Nice. It's going to be on tonight. Later on tonight. Um, Ethan wants. Robert, I have a question. All right. Does your hair color change with the terror alert status? We yes. covered that about three minutes. <laughs> but I, you didn't put it that way. Oh. Ethan's here, everybody. You might remember. Hi. You might I'm remember. Not funny. 
You may remember Ethan from such shows as Between Sex and God, airing on Brooklyn College Radio. When? Every Tuesday, Tuesday and Thursday at 11 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, just, can you put your mic up higher or whatever? All the way up. Oh. Every Tuesday and Thursday at 11 o'clock in the morning when no one's listening. When everyone's in 303 going to school. Uh, we have a phone number here. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's that's the audience. audience. <laughs> <laughs> we have a phone number here at 718-859-6314. Uh, so, yeah, what's up there? What's going on in the news? I haven't been watching. Well, uh, apparently uh, uh, we went to war. What? During the week. Yeah. We went to oh, war. It's so funny. Like, everyone is arguing about stuff now all of a sudden. Like, uh, you know, at work. Mm-hmm. And just people screaming at each other. Hey, we should go to war. Hey, if you, you shouldn't go to war. And Bush is a dick. And, you know, like just back and forth. It's just, it's just, it's very people are very tense. You know. Yeah. And have uh, you noticed that? Uh, I guess I, I keep. Uh, I, I walk in the on the in the halls of Brooklyn College, and I always overhear people talking, and I, I can't help but wanting to slap them in the face. Uh, who's on one? Who's on line one? Oh, they better be. This better What's be up, Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Dennis. Who? Dennis from last week. How you doing, How's it Dennis? Going, Dennis. Hey, I, j- I just wanted to say, you know, Outcast. Uh huh. The bastards are like prophets. They're, they have that song. You know that catchy song, "Bombs Over Baghdad" or something. Miss Jackson. Yeah, uh-huh. "Bombs Over Baghdad." That's uh-huh. a cool song, though. And they kind of predicted all that stuff that's gonna happen. Uh, it happened twelve it years happened, ago yeah. already. Oh crap. <laughs> I've been living under Iraq or something. He slipped You've Iraq been living yeah. under Iraq, so then you would know that it's been bombed. <laughs> <laughs> That's, clever. That's clever. Thank you. Unfortunately, I can only see to the future all the way. To hey, Dennis, you support the war? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. What, what, what? I don't know. Dennis, you say you can see into the future? Yeah, all the way. Did you see me hanging up on you just now? Because I just did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just said a symbol. I wanted to ask him. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Dennis, call back there and I'll ask you some stuff. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, I walk down Brooklyn, the, the halls of Brooklyn College, and um, I just hear people arguing, and, and I still want to, like, start arguing with them, but, you know, I'm late to class. Right. I go to class. But, uh, like, for example, I was, I was overhearing these two girls talk, and it was just like... People just don't understand. The president has a hard job to do. He has a lot on his plate. And like, they just, you know, you got to give him a little, you know? I'm like, no, you don't. He's the president. He knew what he was getting into when he ran for office, you know? He's not a smart man. <laughs> you know? He's doing the best he can. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have to feel bad for him because he's dumb and running our country. <laughs> no. And then whatever. And they're just saying other stuff that like can totally be argued. Like, I'm sure there is an argument for why we should go to war with Iraq. Like, no one, no one's using the whole, hey, everyone in Iraq hates Saddam Hussein. Let's go in there and liberate them. Right. Even well, no, they've started using it. Yeah, that now. now. Now, but before it wasn't like now, But I hate that it's called Operation Iraqi, what is it? Liberation or something? I, didn't, I never actually saw it. No, it's on like CNN or like Iraqi Freedom or something. It's so stupid. Uh, is it that? Is it really yeah, it's Iraqi, Iraqi freedom. freedom. Operation Iraqi you Freedom. You know what's funny is like a week ago they were saying how it's uh, how you know we're going after them to disarm them, mm-hmm. and only in the past two days since it started, now it's like we're liberating Iraq because that's what they're saying on TV. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's kind of funny. And we're disarmed. Did they use any weapons the, against the us? The board yet? meeting continues. Hey, what's up? Did we use any weapons against them yet? I, c- I can't hear you. Did we use any weapons against them yet? Yeah, we've been straight. I mean, did they use any weapons against us? I think us they yet? shot down a, a uh, helicopter. Oh, they shot it down? But no, no, no. No, I heard it just crashed. Bad weather took down that helicopter. A far, our foreign correspondent, Ethan. Bad weather. E- wait, wait, Ethan's all the way in Iraq, and we have proof. <laughs> if you just give us a second. Hey, I'm over. Wait, you gotta get, you got a lot of time for the delay. Yeah. Hey, can you guys hear me? <laughs> hey, hey, Ethan, what's hey. up? How are you? We have Ethan live in Baghdad. Hey, Hey, Ethan, what's going on over there? Sorry, I can't hear you. Uh, uh, it's, it sounds like you have, you're looking at Matt's screen all the way from Iraq. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, he, I have a good picture of Matt's screen. Don't let that distract you. I know there's bombs going off and everything, but don't look at Matt's screen. Watch out for the bombs. We have, I'm here, I'm riding with one of the tanks. We're going side by side. Ethan, can you talk louder into your cell phone, please? <laughs> I'm trying to. It's kind of hard to talk with the bombs going off. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. They're okay. not supposed to be going off, but our idiots keep setting them off by accident. Now, Ethan, what happened with that helicopter? Apparently, <laughs> they hit a sandstorm because they were flying through a So what's the mood out there in Baghdad, Ethan? <laughs> Ethan, was that you dropping a fart or was that a bomb? Pardon me, it's this damn Iraqi food. <laughs> Ethan, have you been to the local mall? Yeah. Ha- is there a hot topic? <laughs> no, they blew it up. Crap. <laughs> the old ladies they still thought, there, though. Is it true that they blew up the hot topic because they thought Saddam was shopping there for a nice, uh, co- uh I can't say that. For a nice, Ethan, nice no, they just chain. don't like the goths. Ethan, they, they just don't like the goths. Do they saw burkas? Burkas. In Iraq. The old Navy doesn't have any burkas, but the Banana <laughs> Republic does. That's no joke. Ethan, your connection's breaking up a little. Uh, keep us posted on, on Matt's screen and also everything going on in Iraq. You and got it, guys. And don't, get sh- and don't get shot, for God's sakes. You're a big target. Thank- Wait, I have one more thing. What? I'm going to be putting out a record with Ja Rule. <laughs> oh. Uh- Oh, know. and if we had yeah, a I don't have a clip. Why am I yelling? I'm in the United States. It's so he can hear you. Okay, Ethan's gone. Lower the oh, all right. That's our foreign correspondent, Ethan. He'll be checking in throughout He's the night. He's got a teleporter he, that allows him to be here in the studio and in Iraq. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy technology. You know how they have video phones? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have those. Uh, so <laughs> we can barely uh, get the bird to work. I promise I was going to tell you a little story about Ethan. One day we left our show at WBCR, which was in Brooklyn College. It's pouring rain, right? It's just ridiculous. We were going to go somewhere. I don't even remember where we were going to go. I was with this girl that I was dating, and it's such a torrential downpour. Like, uh, I don't know how, but we wound up like just fleeing the rain and going into Ethan's house. So we're all sitting around Ethan's house, and I think there's like three or four of us. And me and and me and this girl who I was talking to, and we're all just like, what, what the hell should we do? So I go to the girl. I don't want to say her name. I was like, hey, take your top off. 
she gets on top of Ethan's coffee table and just starts taking her top off. Like, she gets totally naked. And the three of them, or whatever, however many people were there, they're just sitting there, like, open mouth. Like, Rob is like, huh? Like, she just did it, you know? And uh, to be honest with you, I don't have a good conclusion to the story. I don't know why, like, crazy group sex didn't happen. I have no idea. But it didn't. And we just left and went home. Uh, I'll probably have to ask Rob about that. Why there wasn't a gangbang that uh, that occurred. But um, in this next clip, you're going to hear uh, something that we touched on briefly in the last live cast. Right before Odorous came in, we were talking about uh, uh, Kurt and Courtney, which was this uh, documentary that this British guy did in which he accused Courtney Love of murdering Kurt Cobain, which... I'm not 100% convinced of. I think I do think that Courtney Love is a scumbag, but whether she killed her husband, I don't know if there's enough evidence, but you decide. This is us talking about it. Have you ever seen that on CNN and the guy standing there like this? Yeah. There's always like seven seconds of silence. He's picking his nose. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, yes, I am here in the fields picking my nose. Nigel, we've heard that the uh, president is on his way to Iraq. How do you feel about that? What do you think will be the developments? Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, thank you for Oh, yes, the president is on his way. We feel that there's much tension because there's hostility to the United States government. Okay, well, um, Nigel, in the same vein, uh, the British Prime Minister is also on his way to Iraq. And uh, what do you think will be the development in that scenario? <laughs> Nigel? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm here. Just ate some bad chili. And... <laughs> You know how it is with Iraqi chili. <laughs> the best part is when they go like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question, please? There's like another seven yeah. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, all right, thank you very much for reporting. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. <laughs> and you just cut it off. Why? Yeah. I wait for him to say you're welcome. Man. They gotta be polite. Well, you know what, Nigel? You're a real scumbag. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed, yes. Who are you two? <laughs> you mother... <laughs> I didn't get to Dude, the bleep is slower for you in Iraq. <laughs> the bleep is on another eight-second delay. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel, poor Nigel. Aww. He reminds me of uh, <laughs> Nick Broomfield. Where's he from? Nick Broomfield, Clinton Courtney. All right, we suspected that Duce may have had something to do. He told us that uh, he was paid fifty thousand dollars by Courtney Love to kill Kurt Cobain. Yes, he paid me fifty thousand dollars to kill Kurt Cobain. There you have it, <laughs> concrete evidence that Courtney Love paid this fat bastard fifty thousand dollars to kill Kurt Cobain. Yeah. I know. <laughs> funny if you have like a Jacques Cousteau documentary and he's like, here we see the blue whale, we are in the submarine, <laughs> and there's another boat approaching us, what can it be? Well, I believe Jacques Cousteau had something to do with killing Kurt Cobain, so we went to the submarine. <laughs> what is this American doing down here? <laughs> he has a camera. <laughs> Did you pay... 
Don't do shit. $50,000 to kill Kurt Cobain. I don't know you. Get away from me. Who are you? The was Kurt Cobain. Is he? Is that Nirvana? What is Nirvana? But no, I know that one song. I know Bano. A mosquito. See, he knew all the songs. It was very strange. <laughs> Unfortunately, we couldn't play them because we couldn't get the rights from Courtney Love. But try to imagine the song right here. No, wait, wait, rewind. Try to imagine it three seconds ago. <laughs> imagine you're in a rock and there's a delay. <laughs> Once again. Nick Wakefield also did Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> I wanna, it'll be like, there you have it, Biggie killed Tupac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe that there's something in the uh, hood called a drive-by. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Biggie once rapped in a song, No Money, No Problems, which is concrete episode, ep episode <laughs> evidence that he killed Tupac Shakur. Of course, we cannot play that song for you, <laughs> because we couldn't obtain the rights for but it. I will rap it myself. <laughs> the more money we come upon, the more problems we see. <laughs> there you have it, I killed Biggie Smalls and Tupac. Ha ha! Nanny nanny poo poo! <laughs> Our phone number here is 718-859-6314. This is the time to call to be made fun of. This next one is Nick Broomfield does uh, Bert and Ernie. <laughs> we travel to Sesame Street to interview some of the faithfuls about Bert and Ernie. We came to Oscar's trash can lid, but it was closed. <laughs> Oscar, are you home? No one was home. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch <laughs> killed Bertinelli. He was avoiding us. <laughs> Why would he avoid us when he had nothing to hide? <laughs> no, the best, uh, like, and the best part of Kurt and Courtney is that they they go to that girl's house and she's like a she's like a heroin addict. Yeah. So you, obviously, I mean, they don't say that, but you can see that she's a heroin addict, and then she goes, oh. Uh, uh, I did coke with uh, Kurt Cobain and Courtney once, and, like, they were really fighting. I have some pictures of me with them, and I'll show them to you. Come to my house next Thursday, right? So he comes back, and he's at the door, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> she gave me this address, but no one was home. No, <laughs> no, 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 so, no, someone was home. Uh, no, he comes back again. Oh, later. oh, okay. He comes back again. But she's a BS artist, like, she's yeah. not really... She just made up. But she goes like, "Oh, my mother has the pictures, and I don't really have them." No, she made like this whole bit. Like, oh, <laughs> my mother gave them to John, who uh, <laughs> who sold them on the internet for some crack money, and then we smoked crack ourselves. So yeah, I don't really have the pictures, folks. This was the second best interview I got, and the first one was a big fat insane man. <laughs> huh. Why? He keeps complaining, like, you know, we couldn't get funding from MTV. Well, if you were MTV, you look at that <laughs> piece of crap and, like, actually... No, like, he got... The one guy that was good was that cop. You know, the cop says... Yeah, Tom Grant. Yeah, he says that uh, he, he he went out of business, actually, spending money. went bankrupt trying yeah. to prove that she did it. He's pretty convincing. But the rest of that movie is just, like, a joke. Basically. Yeah. I think she did do it. There's just no yeah. real way to prove it. No. <laughs> Well, there's probably a videotape of it somewhere. Some um, paparazzo. Will there is one, actually. We got it. It's online. Oh, really? www.tubgirl.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you go there, you can see the death of Kurt Cobain live. 
at, in real time. No, it's just, just a still photo. It's you a see still it. photo. But you see Courtney clearly, clearly <laughs> shooting. I went to www.tubgirl.com to follow this lead. <laughs> I had heard it on the worst radio show in the world. <laughs> I decided to go online, but all I saw was an obese woman taking a poo-poo on her own forehead. <laughs> what could this mean, I thought. It means that Courtney clearly killed Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Everything means that Courtney killed Kurt Cobain. I spoke with physicist Stephen Hawking. <laughs> e equals MC squared, black hole, <laughs> gravity. This clearly means that Kurt was killed by Courtney Love. <laughs> it's definitely a DVD rent to have a good laugh. Kurt it's and Courtney, it's called. We should get some sound rips of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll try to find it on the internet. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it's available. Nirvana fans are nerds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that. But you probably won't be able to get a blockbuster because Corny Love owns blockbuster. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, Viacom owns blockbuster, yeah. and Corny Love and and Viacom also owns MTV. Corny Love is down with the people at MTV, and she made blockbuster discontinue carrying it. Call it blockbuster. Let's see. All right. No, I don't. <laughs> I want to question them why they don't have it. Go to blockbuster.com. I'm sure they have like a store locator. Well, I, I want to actually harass the woman though on the line. Harass the blockbuster lady. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying they'll have a store locator and then we'll call them. So right now we're gonna call Blockbuster. Okay. And ask them why they don't have this movie. All right. Here's the number. Uh, why don't you call? Why don't you just call it? Just call line one. All right. Can you see that? Yeah, I got it. Just for a minor audience, uh, Blockbuster owned by Viacom, the same company that owns... Hello? Hello? Yes? Hi, I just wanted to know if you have a movie in stock. Is that possible? Uh, you calling Blockbuster? Yeah. Okay, call 399. Okay, thank you. Okay. Oh, wait, hello? Yeah. Yeah, do you get calls like this a lot? Yes. Wow, it must be really annoying, right? It is very annoying. By the way, you're on the radio. Um, on the radio? Yeah, this is WBCR. Okay. We were going to call Blockbuster to uh, like kind of blow them up about something because they're mm -hmm. uh, we think that they have a bad policy of not carrying certain movies, uh -huh. specifically porn. Oh. So uh, we were going to harass them a little bit. But you're being a good sport because uh, we dialed the wrong number by accident. Actually, your number, your number comes up online. We dialed the right number. I know, they have it listed wrong. Well, I wonder why that is. Can you sue? Can I what? Can you sue them? I don't think so. We hate, we hate blockbusters, so. Oh, oh. You should. It'd be great. We're on your side, by the way. Oh. Uh, in fact, yeah, we have three way you can listen Verizon's, in while we harass uh, them. Verizon's uh, error. I'm sorry, what? Verizon. What about Verizon? It's their error. That era of Verizon? Oh, it was Verizon's fault because they listened. No, it was on the internet, actually. It was on Blockbuster's website. Oh, Verizon's error. Yeah. The yeah, error. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, miss? What do you need that for? Ah, because you're on the air. We want to show you that. Um, um. Have you ever listened to the worst radio show in the world? The who? Do you, do you have B-Cat? No. What? Do you have a TV? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, our radio show is on TV. I know it's a difficult concept. What mm. channel? Channel 70. Oh, I don't have cable. 
Oh, okay. Do you have, like, the rabbit ears? What do you got on your TV? Yeah, I got a rabbit You get, like, Channel 4? Yeah. <laughs> Is Channel 13 coming clear? Do you have a PlayStation? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Thank you for being a good sport. All right. We're going to go harass Blockbuster now. Okay, good idea. 399? 399, I guess. All right, could, that could have been the blockbuster chick, like listening to our show. Probably, I can see what our plans. Now. All right, thank oh, you. Okay. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> I know. Oh, we'll tell the world probably went to sleep. What are the last yeah. four numbers? <laughs> two six. I got the others. Okay. Blockbuster, I can help you. How you doing? Um. I would like to know if you carry a certain movie in stock. What movie? The movie is Kurt and Courtney. Which one? Kurt and Courtney. Spell it. K U as in U five seven one. R as in Rabbi. T as in Techno. M as in Andy. C as in Courtney, or as in orgasm, as in U571 again, or as in Russia. No, nah, we don't carry it. We don't carry no tape or DVD. Is that what well, I didn't finish spelling it yet? Are you sure? I know how to spell Courtney. Okay. Uh, now, is there a reason why you don't carry this particular movie? None that I can tell you. All I can tell you is that uh, we don't carry it in the store. Well, a friend of mine had told me that Kurt and Courtney was owned by Viacom. Okay. And Viacom also owns Blockbuster. Okay. Well, you uh, could try wait, no, no, no. Wait, what is it? You could try another Blockbuster. No, I think all of the Blockbusters do not carry this particular movie. All of them don't carry it? Yes, because there's a conspiracy. Because they know yeah. that movie says that Kurt was killed by Courtney Love. You feel me? I don't, I don't even know about that, but what you got to do is call, is deal with Viacom now. Don't, but don't you think that's wrong, though? Don't you think, can you really work for a company with that kind of principles that would censor freedom of speech? Me right now. Can I ask one other question? Do you carry adult films in your... Nah, man. Come on, man. Do you carry adult films? Nah. Why yeah, not? Yeah, we do, we do. Matter of fact. What kind of, what kind do you have? Carry R-rated films. Those that's not an adult film. I'm talking about, you know, what I'm talking about, man. Hello? <laughs> oh, oh, poor guy. I kind of feel bad for him because, I mean, this guy probably hates Blockbuster just as much as we do. <laughs> you know? So what? Come yeah, on. Yeah, we're right up this day. <laughs> K as in. I, I was like screaming to everybody. You should be like C as in Courtney. O as in Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> U as in Courtney. <laughs> Let's call back. <laughs> Let's call, call another one. Call, call another one. Blockbuster. Get yeah. another phone number. We gotta find someone that's like a bright, chipper, happy pro blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's just blockbuster. How can I help you? <laughs> you know, not that guy. That guy sounds like he wanna shoot himself. <laughs> well, and they really blame him. There's only eight more hours to my break. How <laughs> uh, can I help you? No, we we have R-rated movies here. Really? That's great. It's exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. I want to see Original Sin with three minutes of tit. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> extra seven minutes of tit added. On the director's TV. cut. 
I don't want to know if the director is circumcised, all right? <laughs> okay, what do we got here? So we're giving him a free plug. Six, four, eight. No, just call on that one. Just call on line one. All right. I don't want to get up. Whoops. All right. Wait, wait. When we get on a real station, they'll all be, like, huddled around a radio and Blockbuster <laughs> listening to us on the break so we can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know how it is. All right. <laughs> Here. Blockbuster Avenue. Hello. I was wondering if you have a particular movie in stock. Uh-huh. Um, Kurt and Courtney. What is it called? K as in Kurt. Mm-hmm. U as in Kurt. Mm-hmm. Um, are you getting this? Kurt and Courtney. Kurt and Courtney. Tape or DVD? What's that? Tape or DVD? Either one will be acceptable. To rent? I'm sorry? To rent or to buy? Uh, I do, uh, I would prefer to rent. Okay, hold on. Possibly to buy if the price was right, darling. K as in Kurt. Why are you beeping at me? Kurt as in Kurt Cobain. And he hung up. <laughs> We're on hold. <laughs> they have to go and check. They don't even have computers at this one. Yeah, she has to go and like, climb a ladder. <laughs> we keep it on the bottom left-hand row. <laughs> yeah, it's in the band movies section. <laughs> it's a documentary there. Gee, this is taking a while. We have the tape to rent. You have it? Mm-hmm. <gasps> this proves my theory. What? Someone had told me that... Uh, no blockbusters will carry this movie. Uh-huh. Because, in fact, <laughs> the company that Courtney Love works for uh-huh. is Viacom, and Blockbuster is owned by Viacom. Uh-huh. So they would not carry the movie, which says that she shot Kurt Cobain. Uh-huh. How do you, do you know who Kurt Cobain is? Nope. The lead singer of Nirvana? Nope. How do you feel about working for a company that also employs a murderer? Does that bother you? I have to go. Thank you. Great timing. <laughs> now they're getting out blockbusters gonna call back here. Yeah, we are the cops. Uh you prank calls us? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, wanna call another blockbuster Leo says. Alright. No. <laughs> The joke is more. Let's call it Courtney. Let's call it Courtney Love. <laughs> uh, that'd be good. If we can just like, L.A. listing, Love, Courtney. It sucks that they have it, though. That they had the movie. I was trying to put yeah. a point there. I, I really don't think they have it. Like, they have it listed there. But when I went to Savvy U Blockbuster, they oh. didn't have it. They lied. Their files aren't updated. Yeah, whatever. Let's call a Courtney Love. Is there like anyone in the phone book? I don't know. I don't have a phone book. <laughs> Who was that guy we called that time? That had a James Brown, remember the James oh, Brown? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a James Brown in, in Brooklyn. There's like 19 of them anyway. So. Well, yeah. All right.
forgot to mention at the end of that last uh, little interlude there that there was some, there were a couple of pranks at the end of this, and that reminded me that there were a bunch of there were a bunch of really good pranks that we did on this on our old radio show uh, that we I, I really wanted to include them in this podcast because they're hilarious. Like Rob and I would call the whores in the back of the village voice like the, the she-males or whatever, and, you know, come up with funny uh, scenarios where we're asking them for uh, if they do different stuff. I don't want to give it too much away because maybe one day Rob will use his technical wizardry and figure out a way to clean up the audio. But they were just unlistenable. Like, I, I remember doing them, so I remember them being funny, but to sit there and listen to it is just awful. So I decided not to throw those in, but uh, they'll be on tap maybe for another time. Uh, this clip is uh, Sid, Rob, and I talking about uh, porn, which is a lot like our show now, on the best of the Metal Injection Livecast. Yeah, Sid, how are you doing? I'm alright. Right, give us a topic to talk about, Sid, because I can't think of anything. French people. What is up with French people? I mean, really. <laughs> Freedom people, freedom people. They're changing the name of France to freedom. <laughs> yeah, it's going to happen next week. Why? Oh, you know what I read that was really funny? That there was some senator that tried to get uh, French toast officially renamed freedom toast in the legislature. Uh-huh. And it turns out that it's not like French toast doesn't come from France. It come, It's uh, the guy that invented French toast. His name was just Joe French or something. And he's American, so they're like passing a lot of dishonor in American now. Did, uh, did uh, he also invent the fry? Uh, no, that's that comes from uh, being French cut, like French cut green beans or whatever. Oh, I see. You learn things. Wow, we learn things. Thing. The, the worst educational show in the world. Wow. Uh, why don't you speak into a mic, Jeff? Jeff's having his own show. He's on the next stage. <laughs> I, I was sort of wondering. <laughs> speak up. I was sort of wondering, you uh -huh. know, like uh, cufflinks on a suit? Cufflinks, uh-huh. Are those going to be called, you know, French cut or freedom cut suits? Yes. What about freedom cut panties? What about those for fanboys? I don't know. Are you wearing freedom <laughs> cut are you wearing? Right now, are you wearing freedom cut panties? Yes. Mary, how do you feel about Jeff wearing freedom cut panties? Please talk into the microphone. <laughs> Mary, what kind of panties do you have on? <gasps> I, don't, I don't believe you. Let's see. You're a liar. I think you're wearing grandma panties. Let's see. <laughs> Jeff, do you mind? Jeff, come on. Jeff, get your camera mind? ready. Jeff, Goodbye. Get your woman in line. You Sma smack her a little. <laughs> Jeff, come on. Take it off. He said it's all right. Look, look. Jeff, is it all right? It was all right. See? No, you don't have to do that. He said yes. Oh, oh all right. Just take the heck out. See? She's not doing it. Not doing it. Noah, how about you? What if my friend George Washington was to influence you? <laughs> All right, since Noah and Mary wants to, we got to move on to the next girl. Sid, let's hear panties. You saw them already. Oh, that's right. We saw them. <laughs> we have them. <laughs> in picture form. Guess it wasn't that memorable for you. <laughs> I guess and by so. the way, by George Washington, I meant a quarter. Woohoo! Not a dollar. Can we I got eight cents up on the counter over here, so that's uh, 33 cents. Wow. All together. <laughs> Fine, alright, you got it. You want to change it? Let's see it. Alright, I'll put it. Let's, let's see the moose knuckle, baby. <laughs> oh, I'll put in a dime. 38 cents. No, no, 5 cents. 5 cents. Uh, and, we, and we don't want like a peak. We want to know what you had for lunch yesterday. Yes. 
Get that digital camera. We're going to wedge it in. <laughs> Sideways. It'd be like an endoscope. Put the buttons on the bottom. <laughs> a what? Endoscope. A what? Endoscope. What is, is that? that? Those small cameras they is stick in like your body. Is that like the plot camera? <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, it's the latest. Can I say plot? She <laughs> just did. I think it did. Imagine that, like in the future, they put a camera in people's vaginas, and that's how they shoot pornos. That's the only thing left to do. Yeah, we, that's how they pretty much shoot them now anyway, the extreme close-ups. What's yeah. up with that? Where's uh, where's the guy? Like the guy doing the camera, his nose right up a guy's ass. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I love that. I, I hate that. I, mean, I, I hate, hate the extreme close-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the, the only one that feels that way, that hates the extreme close-ups? I don't like the extreme, extreme close-ups either. Like, no. you just see the vagina and the penis I, going into it. I also don't like the shots from, like, right behind the guy when you could, like, sort of see his butthole. Oh, yeah. In. It, I yeah, don't, yeah, that's Nobody, gross. I don't think anyone, male or female, who watches porn wants to see that. No. I don't know. Especially well, when they're hairy. At least shave, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I, no, I you know what's it. the funniest the thing is? It's like, all right, when I was younger, I was, like, 15, and I would be watching a porn and whacking. <laughs> and uh, like uh -huh. you just you, there's a good shot that you, that you really turns you on. And yeah. you're about to finish and they cut to a guy. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, with his head back and like yeah, yeah. Here, and, like it's the old fucking. Oh, oops, oh. sorry. I'm a caller now. <laughs> it's an old. Uh, it's That's an it. old like a, like it's Ron Jeremy. Oh. Uh, like, uh, oh. so you're sort of jizzing to Ron Jeremy there. Yes, exactly. Does that make you gay? No. Oh. Accidentally gay. <laughs> okay. I saw this. Um, I saw a porn for sale in the store. And it's like uh, it's it's like fifty bucks, and it comes with a headset uh -huh. and like a mouthpiece. Uh -huh. and it's interactive. You know, you plug it into your. What, I don't know if it's a DVD ROM or what, but you, it says on the cover like you can talk to the girls and make and and make them do what you want. And you go like you know Sheila touch this, uh, Alyssa's boob right. And supposedly she does it, but you know you know how how long it takes for a chapter to load on a DVD, right? Uh, Did you ever try to go from chapter two to chapter ten? Yeah, and it's like you know, it's like loading. It'd be, or it'd just be like Sheila, touch her boob. Now sticking hands up nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they never understand what you say. Yeah. Sheila, stick your finger in your vagina. Now excreting on floor. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I'm just saying. Hey, bonus happy bonus. accident. Happy <laughs> accident. There you go. In more ways than one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, saw a porn that's uh, it's like a three-disc set. Three-disc oh, set. It's Rocco. You know Rocco? Yeah. Rocco Sofredi. He yeah, pinches yeah. women. He's great. He's got a new <gasps> DVD. And um, it's like, it's three discs, and it's a four-hour movie. Uh -huh. And then there's two discs of features. Uh, like bloopers and stuff and, and commentary. <laughs> oh, God. What's the commentary on a porn? I don't know. Yeah, this is it. where I stuck my penis in her vagina. Yeah, we, we, uh, <laughs> we gotta do it. Do you have that sound effect of, of sex? It'd be really funny to... No. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Oh! Yeah, oh! We had to use a mat. We couldn't use the green screen in the scene. We were supposed to be in Paris, but we were actually uh, in Encino, so we couldn't go... <laughs> We had to use a poster. Ah! Um, and yeah, this is where. Oh yeah, this, this is where my my uh, my wiener slipped out. I could say wiener, right? It's, yeah, we, had, we had to shoot that like four or five times. She was getting raw. Uh, but what you don't know, it actually that bed, it's not a bed. We had this, the uh, crew mock up a fake bed, 
because the actual first bed broke. Yeah, that wasn't the original bed we started with. That sounds like some great commentary. Why would you want? Why would you buy a porn for the commentary? I, I suggested that we uh, we we do it on the stove. Uh, but they actually, the director, yeah, he wants a bed, so we, we stayed with the bed. And her ass kept burning, it's, catching fire. It's, <laughs> it's so funny how, like, they try to take themselves seriously. Like, if you ever watch the porn channels, you'll get, like, a trailer. Like, yeah. In a world of penises, <laughs> this one has a vagina. <laughs> See, Ch- Chasey Lane gets screwed by 300 guys in... Land of 300 penises. <laughs> Rated M.A. Yeah, one chance. <laughs> Just one opportunity to do what you always dreamed of. You wouldn't let anything. All right. <laughs> All right, yeah, get later. to the punchline. Stand in your way. Why are we singing it when it's not? Why do you just play it? I want to hear it now. I know. I want to play it. I said play it. Prick. I said play it. Playing. No. That was funny. If you have one chance. Stop, stop saying it. Have it on stage. Uh. To do what you always dreamed of. You wouldn't let anything stand in your way. Okay, this is the part we decided to put the music in. Get ready for the gay porn <laughs> event of this generation. As X-rated male star S&M I came up with takes on the role of Rubbit, a white boy. We had to do this part like 20 times because Noah just didn't have the demands met. <laughs> so she, she just wanted to do it over. Mom, I know I can be a great gay porn star, but you got to believe in me. But part? why does it have to be gay porno? Why can't you do something respectable, like become a priest? Or run for president. She's going for or ghetto, the hip hop yeah. show on WBCR. We fought for that line and luckily you know we won. Have a good time. He told him not to do the Anna Nicole voice, but she's watch as Rubbit goes against all the odds and enters a world filled with 14-inch wieners and bad attitudes. Yo, you the director? I want to audition for hey, your. Hey, Miss Thing, I know you ain't trying to bring that itty bitty eight inch dicky on the mat set. I, I researched well, the want the Actually, that may be a big happy uh, meal on your little white trash porno set, but that's a, around here. That's an appetizer, baby. But you ain't even seen me from home, son. You better take that teeny weeny <laughs> out of my face before I dangle you off the balcony like Michael Jackson's baby, biatch. We actually, we had to get rights from Michael Jackson to use his baby. Gates International says, hot sex and great story, all in one package. Frank Steele of HungStuds.com says, two thumbs up, and all the fingers, too. And Jack Meehoff of After we mentioned HungStuds.com, they had to close due to high bandwidth usage, which, which means one thing. All I need is one chance. Gay people listen to our show. Dogs. Aight, aight. Let me see what you got. We should... We should do oh, a commentary please. of the commentary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is when Darren kept talking over me, and I found it really annoying. Hey, so who's that hairy guy in the jumpsuit? I am Rostanovich, and I am on a mission to appear on every they sketch took, on this took forever short. for him to get on the set. And he kept wanting his bougainina sausage I and his doctor's guy. <laughs> I didn't know what that was about. He, he's such a prima donna. Okay, this is the part of the commentary when I had to go take a leak. You won't hear me on this part. It was, it was well edited. I drank a lot of coffee. Triple X. No durables were harmed in the making of this picture. Producers are not responsible. I haven't read this part. Jeff is fat. Soundtrack available on Triple X Records. Rostrovich is a trademark of Old Don Corporation. Size doesn't really matter. 
Our one caller, Nick, hung up on. Oh. Thanks, Nick. Uh, no, we we have a few calls just now. No, I just had one, like, and really Nick hung up on him because he calls. doesn't know how to press uh -oh. the hold. Uh, what, maybe that's him. Hello. Yo, Vlad, why'd you hang up? Vlad. Why'd you guys hang up on me? I wanted to be on the radio. Sorry, uh, our, our our screener doesn't know how to press the hold button. <laughs> no, it's cool. So what's up? What were the air? What? I hang out with all my girls down at Central Sports for floods. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yo. Interesting. So we're talking about porn right now, and we wanted to know how you feel about porn. Like, like you notice when they get to the extreme close-ups in porn, don't you find that annoying? Like when you see just the penis and the vagina? The pop-up? Yes, the pop-up ads in porns. Yeah. Like, you could have won one million dollars. Click here. I always get that on my DVDs. It's really strange. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, so, what kind of porn do you like, buddy? Me? No, the other phone call you didn't with. You like Russian porn? I saw a Russian girl in a porn, bro. I saw a Russian guy in a porn. No really? joke. It was like this. Oh, yes. Yes, baby. You like it when I do you? Yeah, I'm going to do you hard. Hard. Oh. 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 I'm doing you in the Europa. Oh, yeah. What's that? True story. He even said Europa. No. What? Alright, this is 3D. You're listening to the best of the Metal Injection live cast, and this is one of my favorite clips. Uh, Jeff was in the studio with us, and just cracking up through this whole thing. Like, you hear Jeff about to explode. It sounds like he's a, a space shuttle taking off. Just this high pitched, squealing laughter. Uh, we were talking, this was right after Bush uh, made the State of the Union address, uh, laying out his plans to uh, invade Iraq. So uh, we came on the air like less than a week later or whatever, and we were, we were just uh, ridiculing Bush's State of the Union. Uh, and this is what that sounded like. All right, now it's, ti it's the time of the show. All right, okay, someone's hyperventilating in here. All right, it's time to get political on your asses. Yeah, all right. So, so last two, two Thursdays ago was the State of the Union address, and we were going to talk about uh, it. It was a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. But uh, we planned to talk about it on the show, mm -hmm. and then we didn't do a show last week. So we're going to do it this week. But it's still funny. Here's the clapping. Here's the fast forward. Nine hours clapping. We should clap it. Ten minutes later. Still clapping. All right, go ahead. What? We should say that uh, George Bush is not a good public speaker. No, George Bush sucks. Members of Congress, Paul distinguished citizens, and fellow citizens. <laughs> Every year. <What>? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Play that again. What did he just say? Members of Congress. Distinguished citizens and fellow citizens. <laughs> Every year, by law and by custom, we meet here to consider the State of the Union. This year we gather in this chamber deeply aware of decisive days that lie ahead. I'm going to have to read books tomorrow. <laughs> you and I serve our country in a time of great consequence. During this session of Congress, we have the duty 
to reform domestic programs vital to our country. We have the opportunity to save millions of lives abroad. By bombing them. <laughs> by bombing countries. From a terrible disease. Called America. Called bombs. <laughs> we will work for a prosperity that is broadly shared. We will hire other people to work for us for a prosperity that is shared. My butler will continue to be prosperous. And we will answer every danger and every enemy that threatens the American people. As long as it's profitable. <laughs> Except Osama bin Laden. We stopped looking for him. No, no, he's, he, he's really Saddam Hussein in disguise. Oh, okay. Fast <laughs> forwarding nine hours of clapping. In days of reckoning... We can be confident. He hasn't said anything yet. Yeah. In a world of change and hope and peril, our peril. faith is sure. Peril. Our resolve is firm. Duty. <laughs> and our union is united. <laughs> our union is united. He has many challenges. We will not deny. We will not ignore. We will not pass along our problems to other congresses. <laughs> to other presidents. Wait, go back generation. I think. On. To other congresses. Pass along our problems to other congresses. You know what he's saying? To congresses. He's saying, uh, he's saying we're not going to wait for the UN to tell us we can bomb Iraq. Yeah. Basically. Other presidents. We and they are crafting. And clarity. And courage. During the last two years, we have seen what can be accomplished when we work together. Unemployment. <laughs> to lift the standards of our public schools, we achieve... We let corporations come in and advertise all over them. Yeah, did you hear about that? The yeah. McDonald's is now serving food in schools? Yeah. That's great. Hershey's is making... Great. Well, yeah. Hershey's is making textbooks. <laughs> if our youth wasn't fat enough. I was, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't Look hear about you. Hershey's. I heard Oreos. Uh, well, like you read a math textbook, and it mm -hmm. says like Jimmy is saving his money to buy three packs of Oreos on his lunch break. Yes, if Jimmy buys three packs of Oreos with six <laughs> cookies in each pack, and eats five of them, how many packs of cookies does he ha of Oreo cookies Oreo. available at the supermarket does he have left? Oreo TM. Being historic <laughs> education reform. Which must Isn't it ironic that he's talking about education? Yeah. I just thought I'd point that out. Now be carried out in every school and in every classroom so that every child in America can read and learn. Every child that's cramped into a classroom with <laughs> 200 other peers can read and learn from a book from 20 years ago. Except me. <laughs> and succeed in life. Our country, we reorganized our government and created the Department of Homeland Security. Basically, the Department to bomb other countries. <laughs> which is mobilizing against the threats no, of the new era. No, the Department of Defense is the Department to bomb other countries. The Department of Homeland Security is a department that watches what Internet sites you go to. All right. <laughs> to bring our economy out of recession, we delivered the largest... To bring our economy out of recession, we lower the taxes of the rich and raise them of the poor. Right. Largest tax relief in a generation. My name is George Bush. Thank you. Thank you. Good night.
Good to view. We passed tough reforms, and we are holding corporate criminals to account. <laughs> Except Ben Rowe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Tonight, I ask the House and the Senate to join me in the next bold steps to serve our fellow citizens. This is the part. Our first goal is clear. We must have an economy that grows fast enough to employ every man and woman who seeks a job. Yeah. <laughs> go, go, go. After recession, terrorist attacks, corporate scandals that you're involved with, <laughs> and stock market declines that, that you're involved, involved with, our economy is recovering. No, it's not. <laughs> Yet it's not growing fast enough. Or at all. <laughs> the economy is great. Enough. The people not getting the money at the bottom. With unemployment rising, our nation needs more small businesses. Hasn't he been talking about this for like two hours already? Yeah, go to the terrorist. It's open. <laughs> more companies to invest. Pays <laughs> income taxes. And it will help our economy immediately. <laughs> Here's the summary right there. Americans will keep this year an average of almost $1,100 more of their own money. As our deficit goes up $1,100 per, per person. A family of four with an income of $40,000 would see their federal income taxes fall from $1,178 to $45 per year. And the deficit will increase. <laughs> wait, let's rewind that. That's like, wait, should we clap now? Yeah, we're supposed let's... to clap. Dollars per year. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we'll clap. Excuse me? Jason's on the phone. Okay, we'll go to Jason in a second. All right, hang in there, Jason. Just hold on one second, Jason. You couldn't make fun of the president. Now, <laughs> it is even better for Americans today. We also strengthen the economy Again, by treating investors equally in our tax laws. It's fair yeah, to tax a company's profits. It is not fair... Dick Cheney had five heart attacks already. <laughs> oh my God! Dick Cheney just had a heart attack. In order to stop this, we should lower unemployment and give every American more money from our pockets. Oh my God! Oh, we're gonna go after corrupt, corrupt corporations. Seniors who receive dividend income, I ask you to end the un... All right, let's just go to one part that I thought was brilliant. Okay. All right, let's just fast forward to that part. the tennis part? Here it is. Wait, there was one part that he, uh... I don't know why they did that, but, like, uh, he started playing music. 
Yo, 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 this is your boy, DJ Bathgate, representing Harlem World to the fullest. And you're listening to me, smelling my own farts, and picking my ass on WBCR. Yeah, boy. And the number is 859-6314. All right, so uh, you can visit our website. I'm almost there. <laughs> Still fast forwarding. Jason, clapping Jason now hang in there. We're going to get to you after this www.worstradio.com. Oh, why don't you put Jason on now while All you're right. doing that? Jason, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's, What's up, Jason? Um, there's a book out that I think you'll need to read about. What is first. it? It's called 9-11, The Big Lie. Right. And it's a, quite a bit of a number of informational pieces that you need to read that deals with what you just played and also about 9-11. Well, give us the, the recap of the book. Well, it showed that uh, uh, this man, he's a reporter from the uh, New York Times. Uh-huh. And everything that is in that book was given to him by government officials in which it can be referenced in the book. Okay, okay, but what, well, what did what they about? say? Quick. They're showing that Bush knew about the terror attacks on 9-11. Right. So that the CIA knew about it. And that Osama bin Laden is not a terrorist who enacted this upon the World Trade Center. All right, wait, back he's, up. He's really a CIA agent. Back up. We know from the government admitting, they admit they knew about 9-11. They just had many vague threats, and they didn't know which ones to take seriously. They knew. They say they knew about 9-11. That's not really a revelation. But I thought maybe you would like to pick up this book at Barnes & Noble. Just for you, man. Are you talking? Do you work for Osama bin Laden was trained by the CIA. Yeah. They, they already admit that, yeah. too. They just say it was a mistake. Right. Okay. So let's let's get to the cool stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, they... Cool stuff. There's cool stuff there. Hold on. Jesus, come on. America's making a broad and determined effort to confront these dangers. He's talking about terrorism. We've called on the United Nations to fulfill its charter. And stand by its demand that Iraq. We are strongly supporting the International Atomic Energy Agency in its mission to track and control nuclear materials nuclear. around the world. Nuclear. We are working with other governments to secure. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. Secure nuclear materials in the former Soviet Union and to strengthen global treaties banning the production and shipment of missile technology. Did you just say the S word? Technologies and weapons of mass destruction. In all these efforts, however, He's getting there, huh? America's purpose is America. more than to follow a process. It sounds like he has cotton balls in his mouth. America's purpose. It is to achieve a result. The end of terrible threats to the civilized world. All free nations have a stake in preventing sudden and catastrophic attacks. So, except for Iraq. Hey, Darren, <laughs> is it me or does he sound like he's wearing like cat in a hat? America must. Right. And we're asking them to join us. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, you're going out the speakers with your laughing. Oh, Jeff is turning red. Look at him. Look at Jeff is red. He's going to blow. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
what he had for lunch. Would you, could you, in a car, would you, could you, here they are. <laughs> Jeff is turning bright pink. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them. Sam, Saddam, I am. <laughs> Jeff should have vomit. All right, this is 3D, and that's going to just about wrap it up. For uh, this edition of the Best of the Metal Injection Livecast, I want to thank everyone for listening, and um, hopefully, maybe next time we do one of these, uh, we can have some more stuff from WBCR. If you enjoyed it, you can tell us what you thought in the comments, if you loved it, if you thought it sucked, the sound quality was too much to take, uh, just let us know, give us some feedback, and um, I'm going to close out with a few of our song parodies, bits, whatever you want to call them. The first one is the Jew song. This is a parody of um, Ludacris, the Ho song. And the second one is going to be 8 Inch, which is a parody of 8 Mile, about a white guy, white trash kid, joining the world of uh, gay pornography, starring me, Robin Noah. And finally, I'm going to close out with uh, Chopsuka, which is a Russian guy's parody of Chop Suey by System of a Down. Uh, just keep in mind, the sound quality on these is terrible. This was in a time when, you know, we, everything was done by CD. They weren't, like, readily available, easily downloadable MP3s of everything floating around. There was no uh, cheap, uh, stealable, cool edit on the Internet. So this was all, you know, kind of cut and paste. Um, but... Anyway, I hope you enjoyed it, and there's going to be no show this Wednesday. Uh, we'll be back on the 2nd of February with a brand new show. So uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. You are you. You are you. I'm saying that you are you. You are you. You are you. You the Jew. I'm saying that you are Jew. Jew! You're doing Jew activities. With Jew tendencies. Jews make money. Jews never spend any. With Jew energy to do what you do. Do what you do. Sue who you sue. What Jew lenders in my rent pass do. Pull on his payers. And when a Jew needs a shoe, they go to pay less. Jews are Democrats, except for the mayor. They open up the Torah for the Friday night prayer. And Jews hold their wallets when they ride on subways. And Jews close for Shabbos both open on Sundays. So pass me some chocolate and matzah balls too. And make sure it's kosher. Jews gotta eat too. Jew. Jew. Jews are Jew. Jew. Jews are Jew. I say that Jews are Jew. Jew. Jews are Jew. Jew. Jews are Jew. Jew. Jews are Jew. I'm saying that Jews are Jews. Jew! Can turn a Jew into a Gentile? Kiss makes a Jew smile. Lots of Jews on Seinfeld, but no Jews on the X-File. There's Jews in the Bible and there's one on Friends. There's Jews in Mickey D's when Yom Kippur finally ends. It's a hot Jew world that we living in. Like the big hot coats that they be dressing in. Some Jews just warm, some Jews play it cool. There's Jews in yeshiva, there's Jews in the shul. There's Jews in the news, there's Jews eating locks. 
The Jews in Bay Ridge? The Jews in Borough Park? Jew? Oi, can you flip a light switch for me? Jew? Oi, come on, why not? I'm a Jew. Jew! I'm a Jew. Jew, you so Jew. I said that you are Jew. Jew, you so Jew. Jew, you so Jew. Jew, you so Jew. I said that you are Jew. Jew! You got a pot full of muscle balls. Look at when your rabbi calls. Bang your wife through a sheet so she can't see your genitals. You don't mind eating turkey. But they don't let Habib make a sandwich or a slurpee. You got juju bees stuck in your juju teeth. You got your ju degree from the Jew University. The Jews don't feel so bad and blue. The source of us Russians is Jews too. Oh, Jew! Jew! Jews are Jew. Jews! Jews are Jew. I said that Jews are Jew. Jew! I am not Jew! Jew! You are Jew! Yes, you are Jew! I am not Jew! I said that you are Jew! Jew! Why are you calling me such things like Jew? I am not that! I am not cheap! I am not Jew cheap! Oh, wait! There is penny on the floor! Oh my god, it's near pork! I'm going to go! Okay, hold on! If you have one chance, just one opportunity, to do what you always dreamed of, you wouldn't let anything stand in your way. Get ready for the gay porn event of this generation as X-rated male star S&M takes on the role of Rubbit, a white boy trying to make it in the world of black porn. Get ready for 8-inch. Yo, Mom, I know I can be a great gay porn star. You got to believe in me. But why does it have to be gay porno? Why can't you do something respectable, like become a priest, or run for president, or host a hip-hop show on WBCR, or, you know what, have a good time at the audition? Watch as Rubbit goes against all the odds and enters a world filled with 14-inch wieners and bad attitudes. Yo, you the director? I want to audition for uh, your... No, 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 Miss Thing, I know you ain't trying to bring that itty-bitty 8-inch dicky on the mop set. But I want... That may be a big happy meal on your little white trash porno set, but that's a... Around here, that's an appetizer, baby. But you ain't even seen me from home, son! You better take that teeny-weeny out of my face before I dangle you off the balcony like Michael Jackson's baby, biatch! Critics are raving about 8-inch. Brian Butts of Gate Cheeks International says, Hot sex and great story, all in one package. Frank Steele of HungStuds.com says, Two thumbs up, and all the fingers too. And Jack Meehoff of Film Boy says, I didn't see the movie. I was in the lobby blowing the popcorn boy. All I need is one chance to blow, dogs. Uh, aye, aye, let me see what you've got. Uh, oh, mmm, oh, oh, yeah, oh, damn, son, you're a natural... I Hey, who's that fat, hairy guy in the jumpsuit? I am Russ Shanovich, and I am on a mission to appear on every sketch on this freaking show. And I am not that fat. Faggot! This Christmas, take your whole family to see the movie with more gay sex than Justin Timberlake's dressing room. And more white trash than Jerry Springer's Rolodex. Eight inch. Radio Triple X. No gerbils were harmed in the making of this picture. Producers are not responsible for shootings of any kind in theater. Jeff is fat. Soundtrack available on Chin Blast Records. Glashanovich is a trademark of Old Don Publishing. Glashanovich appears courtesy of Old Don Incorporated. Size doesn't really matter.
Felix. My name is Steve, you can call me Felix. Just you can pull an hour, Felix. Why you leave us off on the table? Watch the Russian channel on the cable. You stupid fuck! Why you have to eat the less pierogi? You stupid fuck! If you know that, no, you can do me. You stupid fuck! Why you leave us off on the table? You stupid fuck! Don't you think it's strange? How? I mail order to find my wife. I fly because I am Russian. Die! Okay, I'm Mr. Glitching Club. Okay, sir. Take us to pick up an iron dresser. Plus, she has a sister named Natasha. Smelling really bad at you. You stupid fuck. Why you fuck us with Irina? You stupid fuck. Why you getting talking to the Zima? You stupid fuck. Why you leaving someone on the table? You stupid fuck. Marco Nikolai does spy deported by FBI. I buy cologne that will sting your eyes. I my wax is through Brooklyn High. I am quiet. My footsteps pulling up my foothold so I can cruise through Brighton Beach. Blessing house music through Brighton Beach. Come to see me scratch in Brighton Beach. Ready to crash your movies in Brighton Beach. Oh, I cry, cry. My jumpsuit is made to die. Nobody was translating.